This episode of Video Game Apocalypse is brought to you by Geek Fuel, and you listeners can go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to receive a free Star Wars item worth $20. Welcome to another exciting episode of Video Game Apocalypse, episode 201. The last one wasn't the last one? No, it oh. probably should have been. This episode <laughs> should not exist. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen. Our, our I, like, I, I'm, I know our listenership, like, the numbers are going to, like, drop way down <laughs> when I check the traffic on this. You don't know that. 201. <laughs> they want me to keep listening. This is the worst. Anyway, I'm your host, Michael Raparez. Who else is here talking? Christopher Antides. And Dave Suikidentu Hater Rudden. <laughs> and special guest. And I'm Bob Mackey, failed debater. Aw. Yes, I'm sorry. Failed debater. <laughs> See, I, I'm a master debater myself. Yes. Hey, look at that. I'm yeah. a mass debater in that I only debate hundreds of people at once. Exactly. I'm that skilled. I don't want to debate better. one person. I will destroy them. You should run for president. Yes. <laughs> that'd, that'd be amazing. <laughs> You totally topped my joke, <laughs> but uh, we we just got through another uh, another year's Valentine's Day, and oh, sure. we're not ready to let a good theme go that easily. Mm. And because I am a miserable bastard, I can't just do like greatest romances in video games mm. of all time. Mm. No, I have to do top five tragic romances uh. where somebody dies. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, just, just a word of warning. A lot of these are going to spoil the shit out of their respective games. So when we start, I'll... Uh, I bet a couple of them are like 20 years old, so... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Probably, I don't know. Save your comments, Ten, people. Maybe. I really cried when one massive polygons uh, was denied another massive See? polygons. Yeah. And, and, and uh, you, you got to sit through this, because the best game deal segment ever Ooh. is coming your Whoa. way. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I said yeah, it. but... I'll put little timestamps at the beginning of each entry. Once you hear the title, like, do I want to hear all of this? Like, I know it's sort of a spoiler just to say there's a tragic romance here, mm-hmm. so skip the top five and just play a bunch of random games until you hit the right one. <laughs> play every game, and then you're yes, safe. play every game, you will be safe. Yes, three characters voiced by Jennifer Hale. <laughs> like, uh, burn some guy in a game. Big oh, fucking man. deal. Oh, man. But anyway, let's jump in with... Number five. So pretty. The face? (laughs) The eyes. You like them? Then take a closer look. Eyes infused with Mako energy. A soldier trademark. I'm sure you guys can guess from that. This is not canon. I refuse to acknowledge this. (laughs) Well, this is... I'm actually going to cover two romances that happen in uh, the two ge- two of the games in this series. This is Final Fantasy VII what? and also Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. So if you want to avoid spoilers for either of these, skip ahead to 10 minutes and 12 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- so, th- that's, the, that's the only direct sequel? It's a p- direct prequel. Motherfuckers! Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. There well, when does Dirge of Cerberus take place? Is that after? I don't know, but it's AC, BC, CC, and DC were the uh, revival of FF7, whatever that right, was called. Yeah. yeah. May as well have been the impetus behind the whole project. This <laughs> maniac developers saw that this they can make it alphabetical. Hilarious. <laughs> Billion dollar yeah. budget. Mm-hmm. 
Nova Crystal Neil deGrasse Tyson, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll never get tired of pointing out that uh, Eris dies in the first game. Oh, uh-huh. and yeah, yeah. Appeared, God damn it! I'm well, on as, the first disc. As <laughs> as I, have a, I have a clip of that. Can you tell from the sound of that Sephiroth a, jumping down and stabbing her? Yeah, yeah, I've seen I, I, I've seen the sequence, yeah. but yet she has gone on to appear in more games than uh, Jade, Faith, and Daisy combined. Yes, uh, <laughs> after despite being dead, mm-hmm. amazing. But, yeah, so uh, for those who live under rocks and haven't played Final Fantasy VII or at least picked up on someone, you'll who get has. your chance in four years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah six maybe. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Aerith is, or Eris, mm-hmm. if you're a, a purist for the U.S. version. I, I said it like Hank Hill. Hmm. Oh, Eris. <laughs> <laughs> she is a flower girl working in the city of Midgar, mm-hmm. and she has a secret. That girl is an ancient, the only one left in the world. You didn't know? She never said anything. So, she is, what, what is it? Like, she's in tune with the spirits of the planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she, in, in Final Fantasy VII, she meets up with Cloud, Cloud Strife, the protagonist, and their relationship seems to be romantic. It's a little nebulous, being that it's, you know, a late 90s PS1 mm-hmm. game. Real skittish towards mm-hmm. finger banging. Could not show <laughs> yeah, a proper yeah, courtship. No, well, they, all their hands were just big uh, <laughs> mittens anyway. Uh, so. But it, it was confirmed in mm-hmm. ancillary media that they were lovers. Well, oh. what you really want is Eris in the streets and Tifa in the sheets. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. 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 And then shorts. Yuffie, uh, I, I can't even get on board Yuffie with that. Yuffie in the next town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, though there was the... Uh, kind of a you could have different different romances sort of in Final yeah. Fantasy 7 in that if you did things differently you would go to the what is it not Golden Gold, Palace Golden Gold, Saucer, Golden Saucer yeah. with uh, I think there's two or three other people you could do you yeah, could well, do there's Tifa Tifa Aerith and Barrett yeah. yeah Barrett is an option and Aerith is considered the, the default yeah I think. Like, you have to like work hard to get Tifa this is or the Barrett in one yeah yeah, yeah. and uh, so but but the thing is that her initial attraction to Cloud is based largely on the fact of, big spoiler, uh, Cloud has basically modeled his entire personality on somebody he knew previous, Ah. who is this guy named Zack, who is the protagonist of Crisis Core. Mm -hmm. And Saved by the Bell. Yes. Pause. (laughs) And and also Zack and Wiki, the quest for Barbara. So (laughs) Zack is Bill Hicks and Cloud is Dennis Leary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I'm looking for a good analogy. Good way to put it. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and Zack, part of the reason Cloud is then attracted to Aerith is Mm -hmm. because Zack had a relationship. They look exactly the same? Uh, yes. Well, they dress exactly the same. They have different hair. That's really all you need in these games. It is if you're a 1940s cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh... Zack and Aerith in Crisis Core have a much more fleshed-out romance. I have 23 tiny wishes, but you probably won't remember them all. So, I put them all together into one. I'd like to spend more time with you. I don't oh. know if I can be with a girl who has tiny wishes. I want yeah. I want some big wishes. <laughs> if you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm a big man. Huge wishes. <laughs> Zunga wishes. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna. That say, wasn't written by a man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just gonna say up front. I'm gonna make up for the lack of pre-recorded sounds uh, mm-hmm. last week with lots of 
fairly okay. long Fuck. pre-recorded sounds, so yeah, you're in for an anti-treat. Um, but anyway, uh, Zach, he, he's like off somewhere with Cloud and like the bosses of the game, and then like realizes he's been sort of trapped in stasis for like four years, uh-huh. and uh, tries to go and see Aerith in This Happens. So was she voiced by some sort of forgotten pop star like she was in Kingdom Hearts? It was either Mandy Moore, maybe uh, Mina Suvari. Forgotten. Not a pop star, Mina Suvari. She's the choreographer for La La Land. Oscar time. Coming oh. Next. <laughs> what? Mandy Moore is? N- not that Mandy okay. Moore. But, for, but yes. But Man, some Mandy, Mandy, Mandy Moore. Andrea Bowen. Ah. Mm. I don't know who that is. Yeah, me neither. Well, that was a good use of time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being productive. But yeah, so uh, it's, it's a doubly tragic... Uh, pair of romances first one dies then the other in the previous or next game depending on whether you want to approach these chronologically or based on the time of release whatever um very sad all around very tragic series everybody loves it i still think six is better um Ooh, hey. Hey. You're right even that's, though i love seven that's because seven's not out yet <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still being worked on from right. 1997 if you were born after clinton there is no seven it, mm-hmm. it, you'd think they'd want to have it out for the 20 year anniversary they missed it, yeah, it <laughs> was it was it last year was it 96 it was uh, january of this year actually in japan oh, okay. and then it'll be uh september of yeah. this year for america yeah. which they, they will also miss it. yeah they will not make it It was nine seven i mean they've released two screenshots so i <laughs> think you'd yeah they weren't screenshots they were just like Conceptual yeah. CGI. Yeah. We've modeled cloud. Yeah, they so were hard? crude post-it drawings. Let's yeah. be honest. You're not even making this. It's the company who makes Naruto, and they're still making Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. We know how long it takes to make Naruto. Starting yeah. to get all signed. Ages. Anyway, let's move on. Number four. Christina. Christina. Who's there? Me. Oh, it's you. I should have known. May I come in? Fine. But only for a minute. A minute is all I need. Indeed. Well, wait. Uh, that came out wrong. Or mm. accurate. Yeah, yeah. I want to kiss your face. <laughs> so this is I, this is Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. We're going to spoil. Ah. So if you want to skip any spoilers, skip ahead to eighteen minutes thirty four seconds. Been almost ten years. Uh, yeah, I got well since mm-hmm. six or seven. This is like 2010. So yeah, seven was years. it? Yeah. it was like 07. The first. It's like the third. Well, the, the first Assassin's, Assassin's Creed with Altair. Yes, seven. You don't. You won't go back and play this. But anyway, uh, Christina is. She shows up in Assassin's Creed 2 near the beginning. Mm-hmm. She's uh, Ezio's lover because he's a. Uh, you know, a young rake about town in mm. Renaissance Florence, which means he goes climbing into girls' windows yeah. and leaping out mm. in, in the daylight as he has all of the STDs. <laughs> well, I, I, whenever I see that, I'm always like, that's what, like, hardcore Catholicism, 
That's the kind of sexual frustration hardcore Catholicism creates. I climbed all the way up until you win, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just talking to me. You've got to have a sex with me I, now. Yeah. I, I know we're not supposed to do it. The Pope <laughs> it's, it's hard to romanticize a, a parent Pope's from this. Pope's in the next room. <laughs> I got a hole in the bed. She is fine. If it's not, if she's not a big fat woman in a big black dress, is it really a woman? <laughs> the Pope, he cut the glory hole in the wall. <laughs> I can say that because I'm fucking Italian. Uh, Listen to me. It's kind of hard to romanticize an, uh, a pairing from this era because I imagine everyone just smelled bad. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably, like, no. bathed in olive oil. No. Mm-hmm. Like, just the most pubic hair? Do you have any yeah. idea what, like, your pubic hair looks like if you never cut it, ever? Uh-huh. You could only use a straight razor to cut it, so... <laughs> I think yeah. men only just learned that 15 years ago. Yeah. Like, well, I've got to cut my pubes? That's, that's... Pro- everybody had this What's giant... What's a Harry's a shave club? I don't know. Or a fucking Son of Zorn bathing suit well, bottom. <laughs> well, yeah, that, that's the other thing that Ezio, as much as I mm-hmm. love these games and these characters... Uh, He's a better son. He, he runs around in, like, 10 pounds of brocade in... Italian summers, I'm assuming. Okay. So, like, I, and then he dives into the canals of Venice, which mm. he says stink when he gets there the first time. So it, I it can't imagine how he must above smell. It. Yes, yeah. yes, it's got to be terrible. Uh, everybody in this game mm-hmm. probably smells weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, so Christina, she's sort of like a throwaway character in the second game. Like, ah ha ha, you sneak in a girl's windows. In Brotherhood, which takes place like I think twenty something mm. years later, mm. you can find. Scattered around these ma- the map, these Christina memories that go back in time and show you things that were that happened during Assassin's Creed Two, but weren't in the game. Mm-hmm. They were they were the events. So, for example, uh, when Ezio's young, you get to see his first ever meeting with Christina. What's your name? Not one you'll ever need to make yourself. Raspetta, I wasn't ready. I was oh. planning on being really charming and fun. <laughs> oh! Since this came out in 2010, this I was expecting her to say, maybe. Call me maybe. But that never happened. <laughs> no, no. Well, you know, it's, it's like not a Polaroid to beach. Then uh, things turn serious. Uh, Ezio's family gets killed early on. Mm-hmm. Most of his family, all the male members. And you, you run a mission where he has to retrieve the bodies which are on their way to being dumped. And Christina helps him. And afterward, he, he tries to make her an offer. I have to leave the city. Christina, I want you to come with me. I want to. But I can't. My family. I'm still basically a teenager. (laughs) This is a real Romeo and Juliet situation that's only made more... Uh, complicated. <laughs> year, when when he returns to see her, years I've got ten later. more years to mm. live. I'm too young to get married. <laughs> so he does. They don't see each other for a couple of years. Ezio shows up again, and who the hell is Manfredo? My fiance. Oh, that's scandalous. And so he he rescues uh, Manfredo from a loan shark and uh, from from his gambling debts, and and makes him promise that he's gonna take good care of Christina. And then, eight years later, they meet again. Ezio, the last time I saw you, you kissed me in an alley and then left me behind to be married. It was <laughs> the right thing to do. He loved you. Who cares what he wanted? I love you! You had your second chance. Really sending some mis- mixed but, signals yeah. there. Yeah. Making it, making it the, don't mess with the Zio. Mm. And don't make it his job <laughs> to break <laughs> off your fucking marriage. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. But he, it, it is interesting that like this kind of gets into something that video games don't often tackle, which is the regret of a missed uh, opportunity mm. for mm. 
for love. I think we've all had a Monfredo in our lives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I, I, I've officially aged out of that. <laughs> <laughs> all the I have too yeah. many branching pathways mm. to reflect on any of them. They didn't have a <laughs> Craigslist back then. The misconnections. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I kissed only you and then I jumped into a bell of hay. Scrawled <laughs> on a canal wall made of lead and rats. <laughs> <Surely>. <laughs> if only you'd done this one thing, we could be together now. Hmm. Uh, this could be us, but you tripping. What, what's the meme? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> This could be us, but you're breaking my face. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and finally, after, after she sends him away, says, you've had your second chance, don't ever come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, during the Bonfire of the Vanities DLC... Uh, oh, with Michael she, Douglas. Yeah, <laughs> she, she gets a, attacked and uh, mortally wounded by an angry mob. Mm. And you get to have this very touching exchange. <coughs> Christina, hold on! I'll get you to a doctor. You're going to be all right. No, it's not. I don't think I am. No! Don't go. I wish we could have had a second chance. It's Chekhov's second chance. Oh, no. It's popping up again later in the narrative. And that hasn't turned into, into its own game yet? Chekhov's second chance? Well, <laughs> it's Ezio's second chance. Hmm. Second chance for the more. <laughs> well, you know, things end up a little more happily for Ezio in that he uh, goes on to meet Sofia Sartor in Turkey, mm-hmm. and they get married, and they have a couple kids, and then he dies mm-hmm. in the Assassin's Ezio's Creed. Ezio's dead? <laughs> <laughs> yes, a man who lived during the Renaissance <laughs> is dead. He died at some point. Mm. Um, but I, I like this one a lot because, n- number one, it takes, like what was basically a gag from the previous game and turns it into a full character arc. And it's also something you get to sort of watch this romance happen. And it like from the beginning to the, like things just don't work out. They, they break it off, but they've always been in love with each other and it's, it's very tragic. And then one of them dies. I mean, it's happened to me. I'm out collecting feathers and mm-hmm. my, my lover grows far <laughs> yes, away from me. Yes. And then I come back and it's all over. No, but the, we are cousins. <laughs> Why do you have to collect care. so many feathers? I am allergic to goose down. I'm the big greasy Italian. Do not <laughs> care about the incest. <laughs> but they're so attractive. <laughs> I have permission to do this because you're here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, okay. totally. Right. Everybody does. You're, you're the mayor Even of Italians. Oh, please. Yes. Yeah, okay. I, I have full say. All right, cool. Which cool. one of I'll our mustaches <laughs> is big? Or me or Christina's? <laughs> it's now six, we're now 60 it's years It's like old. being near Samuel Jackson allows white people to say the N-word. That's true. <laughs> he constantly allows it just by being friends with Tarantino. We have to clear a lot of space in front of Chris because he only talks with his hands. That's true. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I got the Guido, the Guido starter package. It glues my fingers to my thumb. <laughs> you can at least draw a little face on your hands to make it less alienating. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to... Number three. I think you guys might have more to say about this one. No. Have you ever loved someone? That's what you came to ask? No, I mean, I, I was wondering if even soldiers fall in love. What are you trying to say? I want to ask you. Do you think love can bloom even on a battlefield? Yeah, I do. Okay. <laughs> I think at any time, any place, people can fall in love with each other. The frankness of this is so but weird. If you love someone, you have to be able to protect them. I think so, too. You You hear that, Uh, Otacon? You have to be able to protect. So not only can love bloom on the battlefield, it can also bloom in the Call of Duty. 
Yeah. Think about it. But never in the Medal of Honor. No. I love Otakon. I love his voice. But listening to that, I just kept thinking of Milhouse's dad. Homer, do you think love can bloom even on a battlefield? Dial 147.37. It's dignity. I sleep in a big battlefield with my wife. Just more like... Uh, Snake, I asked this for everybody I've known for ten minutes over a codec. Tell me about love, other adults. I'm such a nice scientist. Why don't I get the girls? (laughs) Yeah, male soldier who's freeing me from this hostage Mm. crisis. Snake, can you marry a lab coat? (laughs) (laughs) So if you'd rather not spoil a major point from Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 4, skip ahead to 26 minutes and 9 seconds. I also found this. Otacon. Do you think love can bloom on a battlefield? Somebody asked him to at David oh. Hayter to say that at a convention. Yeah, awesome. I, I, I so miss David Hayter's voice. Mm. But I included that bit about you have to be able to protect them because of this. Snake, you said that love could bloom on the battlefield. But I couldn't save her. 80 hours ago, you said this. <laughs> I had to remind you do, of the do remember. To remember every line from this game, it's all gold. I uh, this did crush me as a teen, though. Yeah. Like he he loved Sniper Wolf. They they should have gotten married. Well, by the have, have I said this is my little Sniper Cubs? This one, like I have included all of Otacon's disastrous romances because oh they God. all they, end oh. the same way. They get in worse every game he's in. Never date Otacon, ladies. Yeah. No, no, it's a death hey, sentence. I mean, we talked about incest porn before. Uh-huh. Uh, the mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Two has some of that for you. Yeah, and and in Metal Gear Solid One, also like he uh, he says he loves her, but there's no evidence that it was a mutual thing. Mm. He, he might have just had a crush on her because uh, when he shows up and starts crying, this is her reaction. Why? Why? I loved you. What is it? My gun. Give it to me. She's part of me. Everyone's here now. Yeah, she looks over at Otacon, and then the camera pans down to her gun. She's lying in the snow. That's what really matters to her. Like, hey, you, boy with glasses, bring me gun. I think like Otakon was being held captive uh, mm-hmm. at that at uh, Shadow Moses, and I think maybe uh, Silver Wolf was the only woman there who was nice to him, or the only person there yeah. who was nice to him. I think that's why he sort of uh, bonded with her. Gotta ask about the Otakon pronunciation, Bob. Otakon. Otakon. Oh, you're weak. It's, it. it's short for Otaku Convention. convention yes, ah. and I've been to at least one Otakon. Really? Yeah. yeah. Did you meet Grugamesh? Uh, no, <laughs> this, this was uh, that. That's not Otakon. I like I Metal Gear Solid. Period. Uh, that, this was in 2001, uh, before Grugamesh even ended our lives. <laughs> <laughs> what was that for? Was that for Magfest? If it, I'm shocked that everybody uh, at the table got C- it, Seattle a uh, local anime convention. Anime convention. Yeah. It's like a Japanese culture Sakurakon. I forget where it is. Sakurakon, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sakurakon, Do you say Otakon or Otakon? Well, it's pronounced Otakon yeah. in the game, so that's how I say Otakon it. is the Nebraska festival where you uh, get oats. <laughs> my name is Oto, and I'm here to play Otakon. My name is Oat Convention. But yeah, let's hear something from some of his other failed romances for example his what was it like his half sister or adopted sister uh so it's his sister is emma emma emmerich yeah half sister right yes yeah but 
the relationship is between him and his mother, but it might be uh, I think uh, it's a stepmother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's okay. like extra creepy. Yeah, that's what the porn videos say. But, but it's totally <laughs> legal. You could totally film it. That's true. Oh, son, I'm so sorry you got stood up to prom. <laughs> I mean, wait, I've never seen one of these. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna tell the IRS unless you suck my dick. <laughs> nice. Uh, but here's him crying over Emma. 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 Answer me. <laughs> and then Metal Gear Solid 4, which we're also going to spoil in a mild way. Uh, he ends up uh, hooking up with Dr. Naomi Hunter. Uh. Who uh, and and apparently they it's heavily implied that they fuck inside of a docked helicopter. Mm. In um, whoa, I forgot about this. In, in mm. that, like, they was, is it a helicopter? It's like some some helicopter looking thing that's like in the middle of that plane they live in, mm. like the giant cargo jet. Okay, and uh, yeah, and and then she announces at the end uh, that. Like, oh, I've had cancer for years, and the only thing keeping it at bay is all these nanomachines. Guess I'll shut them all down! Did she die of... Are you crying? For me? So he's he's watching... I love it when men weep. (laughs) He's watching Naomi through the video feed on the the Metal Gear, Mm -hmm. the the little robot that follows you around. Oh, from Snatcher. Yeah, and uh, and then, like, as she lies dying, she's, like, pawing at the screen and... Was that fox dye related cancer? Didn't she have fox dye? The fox dye Probably, virus? I think so, yeah. yeah. I think by the end of the yeah. series, everyone had fox dye. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, like starting fox dye awareness yeah. campaigns. And Just in, in every game he gets fucked with. Especially that in Africa. <laughs> in every game he gets fucked with so hard, in the in the flashback games, his ancestor is a, a person that's in a wheelchair, and like he's always getting shoved downstairs mm-hmm. in his wheelchair, and like yeah, yeah. getting his getting his like pneumatic legs like disabled. It's, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 in Metal Gear yeah. Solid 5, I think that happens. Yeah, so, he gets yeah. like... Constantly. Sent off of the boat. Yeah. Which is... You're funny. a traitor. No, I'm not, Snake. What you're doing is wrong. <laughs> but I'm glad the guy who voiced him sta- uh, stayed around. I really like his voice. Yeah. Even yeah, though he no, gets whiny. He was, uh, yeah. It's yeah. a very distinct voice. But I, it's, it's perfect for the character. Yeah. For sure, yeah. yeah. He didn't get keyfered. No, he didn't. And he gave us that immortal line, it's like one of my Japanese animes. <laughs> <laughs> like one of my animes. <laughs> Way better than my Swedish animes. <laughs> Yeah. You know, <laughs> Pinocchio sure is Italian a anime. Ah. It's true. Ah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, let's move on to another one. Number two. That made a profound impact on some of us during our Games Radar days. Mm-hmm. Oh. Come on, sit here for a while, Jackie. Watch some TV with me. Jackie, what is it? Jenny? Yeah? Nothing. I know who that is. I know what game it is. Made right. no impact on. Is it? Is it darkness? It is the darkness. Oh. Darkness. When she Kirk says, "Sit here, Jackie," she's pointing to her face. Mm. Ah. No, she's actually <laughs> pointing to the couch next to her. Oh. You can you can sit with her and watch mm-hmm. "To Kill a Mockingbird" That's on true. like a postage stamp sized mm. screen. And if you don't want to spoil the darkness, skip ahead to thirty three minutes and twelve seconds. So, so the darkness is. Dark- it, it was an, that, no. it was like an early 360 first person adventure. Uh, it was was really cool for the time, and like the first game to really pioneer this thing that like it it introduces this girlfriend character Jenny, mm-hmm. and you get like really like you have this weird sort of 
not sexy, but very intimate experience where you just like she you, you she invites you over to her apartment, mm-hmm. uh, gives you a birthday cake because it's your birthday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that bit that I played where he's like, Jenny, what is it? Nothing. Is he, there's a, a dialogue option that says tell her you love her, and oh. it's just nothing. you fool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was 2007. There's a morality system, and it's either kiss yeah. her or twist her head off. Yeah, <laughs> you could do one of two things. <laughs> But there's uh, there's this sequence that's super memorable where uh some slight hand stuff. No, there's not <laughs> oh, not even man. any hand stuff. You just like sit uh, on the couch with her and you can get up at any time but you're just like sitting there and then she like puts her head on your shoulder mm. and uh says this to pee. I'm too tired to get up. There's, there's some cupping involved, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and she falls asleep, and then you you leave and uh, is there not put a her down gently yeah. and go out to do all your killing. Is there not a dialogue option when she says she has to pee, and then like, well, you don't have to leave here. <laughs> you have to see Gregory Peck at his best <laughs> to kill a mockingbird. But yeah, Jenny, Jenny, and, Mark Kelly, <laughs> Jenny, and the main character Jackie Estacado, oh. who's become a host for the darkness. Uh, they've been. Uh, Child, they were childhood friends. They were both orphans at the same orphanage. They grew up together. They're sort of brother and sister, but they're definitely lovers. Um, not related, thankfully. And uh, things go very bad because uh, Jackie early on is double-crossed. He's, he's a mobster. He's double-crossed by his boss. And uh, then he gets this demon power and starts fucking up his boss's operations. So his boss finds a new way to fuck with him. Hmm. You see a happy ending here, Jackie. You figure you got something to bargain with me so that I don't blow her fucking brains out her fucking nose? Is that uh, Kevin Spacey, like, two years old? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Spoiler alert, he blows her fucking brains oh, out her fucking nose. Jenny! <laughs> oh. Am I wrong, or is the stink of Todd McFarlane on this game? Oh, no, 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 this, else. Is, this was a it top is based on comics. Okay. Yeah, comic. And only, only interesting because we streamed it this week, and I think Dave can talk more about it in the second segment. Mm-hmm. One of, like, two early 2K first-person yeah. FPSs that aren't really S's. Hmm. Yeah. Like, like, well, there was a lot of essing in this. There is. There <laughs> is. I mean, it's it's by Starbreeze, the, yeah. the company right. that brought us the, the Chronicles of Riddick mm-hmm. games and uh, t- uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons yeah. and Payday: The Highest. Yeah, but, we but it's really playing weird. Yeah. talking about it, like two valiant, like really on yeah, top of cool Bioshock, both of which have a lot of sequences where you're a long-haired dude who stares at yourself in the yeah, mirror. Yeah. But that, that predate Bioshock and Call of Duty before that experience yeah. was very popularized. Mm. I call it sorry, COD four. Mm-hmm. COD yeah, four. Yeah. But I, I I seem to think uh that Jenny's death may have worked its way into uh Shane Patterson's uh top ten list of things that are in top ten lists. Because nah. <laughs> <laughs> it it worked its way into at least a couple of hours because it it's very a very traumatic scene that like the mm-hmm. darkness wants Jenny to die so that you won't have any distractions and you can just go demonic kill house crazy on fucking everybody and so during this sequence which is all in first person you're seeing uh your your boss through this you know locked window door he like pushes her head up against the glass and then shoots her all the while this demon is restraining you you're like trying to beat down the door you can't move and uh after she dies you you pick up the gun that was used to kill her and go stare in a mirror and shoot yourself in the mouth. Wow. And then go into like a, some World War 1 hellscape. Mm-hmm. It's a weird game. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't hope this isn't spoiling the next one, but uh, the whole just being on the couch with your girlfriend thing hmm. seemed to influence Uncharted and uh, Uncharted Four, yeah, where yeah. the whole sequence where you play Crash Bandicoot on the couch and yeah. just have like a well, there's normal nothing, night at home. There's nothing tragic about that. Oh, romance, except I, playing Crash Bandicoot. Well, thanks for spoiling that game for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I, mean, I, did, I did say we'd be spoiling these. Yeah, but uh, it's it's not. All final because uh, number one, you, you get to see Jenny again at the very end oh. of the game. DLC, baby. Jenny. We get one moment, Jackie. It's all they can allow. What? Who? Just one moment. Just to say goodbye. I was. <laughs> and then, of course, there's Darkness Two, where she. Comes back and uh, you you kind of go and try to rescue her from hell, but then to spoil that game, there's a ridiculous ending where like, ha! Now I'm possessed by the Angelus, and I'm going to go into the world and undo all the evil you've done. Well, you're trapped here in hell. And it's like obvious sequel setup, but they never did that. To this day, whenever I move my body, which is very rare, I drink out of a Darkness Two water bottle that was given to me <laughs> oh, nice. five years ago. Wow! So thanks for the thanks for the bribe, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I did not even touch that game or write about well, it. Glad you're also trend? invested in this series. How many water bottles of the gaming industry think I, you needed? I had drank them. so much out of a Prinny and a Bionic Commando water bottle. I have played zero minutes of either game, and this is the first time I've mentioned either game. Yeah, I've had the uh, same. Thanks for the water bottles; they're really uh, nice. Make a coffee mug. Uh, that'll 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 reach my face. I've had the same Runic Games uh, bottle opener keychain for six years now. So wow. thanks a lot, guys. Nice, nice. Well, let's move on to our. You still like that Walkman around? Always. Let me see it. What's in it? That tape you gave me? <laughs> you really will be miserable without me. <laughs> Shut up. Wait, where's the guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> life is strange. <laughs> this isn't Life is Strange, oh my God. that would have been a good one. Okay, I was just thinking about that. Actually, I don't know how that game ends. I, I just assumed it was. The, the one I suggested, but like, would love to put feelers out for people. Like, hit me up on Twitter. Because... Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go off on a, on a Mass Effect thing, but like Mass Effect, we were all enthralled with, mm-hmm. until, and the people were so mad at the end because I think they thought they were going to find the end more than you actually yeah. did. We, everybody mm. kind of got the same result, whether yeah. you consider that good or bad, and that means that whoever you romance, I don't know anybody who like ended up with their partner mm. in Mass Effect. Mm. In ah. fact, most of the people I know ended up with a dead partner. Well, I mean, did she did she stick around or leave? No, mine. I chose Tali, and she was around. And then, like, the cool thing is with um, that final DLC, the Citadel mm-hmm. DLC, I think they called yeah. it, where it's just a big party. You have, like, one last, like, fuck fest with your <laughs> partner. Really? Yeah, well, and they're like, no, go Miranda, get him, Tiger. Miranda left me. Yeah, because she sucks. <laughs> She's the best! Have no. you seen her butt? Her butt was too awesome God! for you, Chris. Wow. I'm sorry. No, way to be adventurous. Yeah. Sleep with the... The, the human! <laughs> the I human Dave! the human white woman for my uh, space adventure. I'm so glad I voted for uh, Trump, you fucking alien <laughs> fuckers. God damn it. But anyway, this isn't Mass Effect. This is... The Last of Us, specifically oh, The Last ah. of Us Left Behind. So if you don't want to spoil that, skip ahead to the 45-minute mark. Starring Kirk Cameron. Sorry. Yeah. I don't feel better <laughs> because I recognize one of two lesbian relationships in gaming ah. yeah. to date. Yeah, that wasn't offensive. Is Life is Strange, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? yeah, Yeah. Well, there's also... Uh, 
innumerable porn games. Yes, no, I know. The, the, what, what am I? Why am I playing? Gone, gone home. A... Gone home. No, is, that's true. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah. But that that's that all happens off screen. True. Is only and, the and way I only like tragic it. in an economic sense. Was only really. talked about as a result of a uh, uh, liberal conspiracy. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason we even know that game exists. They didn't even Sorry. take their Super Nintendo. She's a with them. teenager, Dave. What if she gets pregnant? Uh, <laughs> that lesbian she puts sperm. Her, <laughs> if she puts her whole hand in there, she's gonna get pregnant. Uh, exactly. That's how it works. It's, yeah, called, a, it's called a phantom baby. Look it up. It's <laughs> happened. You make a senior Wentz's fist all the way up there. <laughs> boom! Instant baby. But, but I said uh, I. So the the Last of Us Left Behind, uh, most of the, that that DLC is just these two friends reconnecting. That uh, her friend, this is about Ellie and her friend Riley. Uh, Riley shows up, and they they sneak into an abandoned mall, somehow turn the power on, and uh, start having fun. Just Probably like found the resonator. Yeah, at, at all the shops, and it's just like these. You know, these two teenage girls just mm-hmm. having fun, but in an environment where, like, everybody lives in a horrifying orphanage mm-hmm. and uh, nobody's safe or happy. Yeah, but you're because it's the post still talking about unintended clairs. That's <laughs> true. That's yeah. true. Teenage girls going to go nuts. I, th- I think they do try on, like, masks and hats and things uh, like that. All the Aunt Annie's pretzels you can uh-huh. eat. Yeah. There's no line of the piercing pagoda, guys. Let's go. <laughs> we have no cultural touchstone involving malls anymore. I don't know what's still there. But there, there is a great bit you where... You go to the GameStop or the other GameStop ah, on the other side of the mall. That's true. <laughs> There's a great bit where they don't go to a GameStop, but they do go to an arcade. Oh. And they, they take a bunch of goofy pictures in a photo booth, and then they, they find an uh, Angel Knives game. Uh, an arcade game, but it's broken. Aww. So you have what is one of the finest imagination-powered sequences ever. This is pure theater of the mind. You're playing as the unstoppable, claw-wielding, yet drop-dead gorgeous Angel Knives. Am I supposed to picture all this? Eyes. Okay, sorry. And it goes on. Round one. Fight. Round one starts. Black Fang rushes towards you. He throws a double punch in your direction. Jump up! There, he overshot you. You land behind him, quickly, punch him in the back. You nailed him with a wicked elbow, taking off like 15% of his health. Yes! So this this sequence, if you... Have you guys not played this? No. Mm-mm. No? Didn't like last You of fucking missed out. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, but th- this whole sequence is just a close-up of Ellie's face with her eyes closed mm-hmm. And like with uh and like health bars like Mortal Kombat health bars mm. at the top of the screen and then it oh. shows up with button prompts. Wow. So her friend is narrating Riley is narrating the game while Ellie is just putting in these buttons that you're actually putting in. It's, it's a quick time event, but it's, it's does a everything really... have to be a quick time event? Yes, everything has Even to be a quick time event. Imagination of the mind. Yes. I'm surprised it's, they weren't playing Rings of Power. You know, putting that code, see some boobs. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. better theater of the mind, <laughs> and it's a Naughty Dog game. That's hmm. true. That's yeah. true. Rings of Power, one of the <laughs> first ones. You can see some some rocking tits on the on the title <laughs> screen. <laughs> Could have probably done that, but they they have a, a big fight because uh, turns out Riley is going to go and join the Fireflies, which you know mm-hmm. the the resistance group in uh, in the Last of Us, mm-hmm. and she's going to leave Boston and. Ellie's very upset about this, and then they uh, they find like super. Or Riley has like a pair of super soakers that were a gift for Ellie, and so you have like a super soaker battle chasing each other around with water guns, hmm. and uh, this happens. What is that? Hey, what's wrong? Don't go. 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 Don't go
kisses her. Aww. So yeah, they have this this very sweet moment. Uh, Ellie kisses Riley, and it's just sort of like, oh, okay, they're they're that kind of friend. All right, yeah. that's cool. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty soon, um, those the uh, those, oh, I forget what the zombies are called. Just infected, mm-hmm. I guess. The infect like a bunch of infected start swarming the mall and attack them. And they both end up getting bitten. Oh. And those who've played The Last of Us know mm. how this ends for Ellie, and mm. that she's like the one immune person mm. in the world. Uh, Riley, not so immune. There are a million ways we should have died before today. And a million ways we can die before tomorrow. But we fight for every second we get to spend with each other. Whether it's two minutes or two days, we don't give that up. Yeah. So they they opt to like we could shoot e- we could shoot ourselves now, mm-hmm. or we could just wait this out, spend every oh, wow. possible <clears throat> second we can with each other, <clears throat> and they opt for that. I and just, that was a rule. If someone's sort of bit fades gets, out, gets effect, infected. You don't shoot them right away. You contain mm-hmm. them. Spend mm-hmm. every last moment you can with Just your loved ones. them up first. I always depends liked... on which zombie fiction you're going with. Yeah, well, uh, I'm going with the one that. Uh, well, we deport them before they get here. <laughs> oh, I see. Please know this is the so only the real world. This is the only context I will say. I always like John Leguizamo. Mm-hmm. I always like John Leguizamo's uh, his his. his um, reason in uh, what was it Land of the Dead, Land of the Dead. he's like please oh God, he let me that. turn into a zombie I want to see how the other half lives like how do you know being a zombie is bad it could be fun especially when the movie opens up with him playing an oompa song yeah. in the gazebo <laughs> <laughs> Uh, also, they don't actually live. They just sort of shuffle around. But, yeah, but yeah, maybe being fun. a zombie is awesome. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't care if I get shot in the head. I'm going to bite me a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how zombies think. What if like biting a person is like an orgasm for a zombie? Maybe like, it is. You'd want to yeah. do it all the time. Maybe it is. It's it's like Louis C.K.'s pedophilia bit. You know, <laughs> like a bird's eye view where no one can hear your voice. Everybody looks like that anyway. Mm-hmm. It, it, every alien will come like into the stratosphere mm-hmm. and like, oh, these fucking zombies. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. at them. Every yeah. single day, the same goddamn thing. Look, they have to get up every day. This kid gets up with an erection and tries mm-hmm. to pee every single goddamn day. <laughs> But then the, the aliens come down and they all look like giant chicken legs, so we all mm. try to eat them. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's our top five. We're going to take a break, go out on some Devotchka, and uh, when we come back, we'll talk about some new releases, some new, some other stuff. Stay tuned. Get scratching. 
This episode of uh, Video Game Apocalypse is proudly brought to you by Geek Fuel, which I constantly refer to as a little birthday gift you should give yourself, or you can gift it to somebody else. I'm not a big muckety-muck in the games industry anymore, so I don't get a bunch of cool game tchotchke uh, representing all the things I love. So thank God there's a service like Geek Fuel, which sends a monthly mystery box to your house featuring six to eight items. Those include exclusive t-shirts, pint glasses, cards, posters, shirts. I already said shirts. What about pop figures? And all of that is themed under brands like Marvel, DC, Nintendo, Ghost Buster, Zelda, Halo, you name it, they have delivered on it. And this month, I believe, is Batman. Yes. Is there anybody here who's not a fan of Batman? Then stop listening. Because you have to be a fan of Batman if you... But it's not limited to just Batman. And you can get a free Star Wars item worth over 20 bucks just by going to geekfuel.com slash laser time and signing up for a set. Plans start for as low as 14 bucks plus shipping and handling. And each Geek Fuel box contains a guaranteed $50 worth of value. So once again, that URL is geekfuel.com slash laser time. Check it out, guys. Thanks. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash LaserTime. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. We did it like the day the show came out. Well, Dave uh, didn't volunteer his time for his country. No, no. Uh, <laughs> Brett and I went to work at the food bank with they Chuck. They can their own damn vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, last, yeah, last week we uh, with Grim and Charlie... Yeah, went to a food bank and uh, packed frozen corn into bags for three hours. <laughs> we did, and then they're like, "Who do you think all this f- food goes to?" Of course, none. I don't fucking answer because I know he's setting me up for a wrong answer. You yeah. guys should have been able to tell in this week's laser time. Uh, but actually, fifteen percent of our food goes to ah. the homeless. I'm like, what? All right, please fill us in on where it goes. The rest goes to people who have too many homes. <laughs> <laughs> Not enough corn to put it on uh, those homes. No, it was it was sort of eye opening. It goes to because I forgot about Meals on Wheels, that, like oh, the, yeah. the kind of thing like get food to people who can't leave their homes. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then, do you know anybody in the city who works, pays their rent, pays their bills, and has zero money left for food? That's also who we deliver food to, which made wow. me, which heartened me. Classic uh, freeloading. Wait, can I get exactly, on that? Right? Like, <laughs> but morning, you... I may have sneezed in your corn. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> if you want one bag of frozen corn. Oh, cool. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full-length, uncensored, and ad-free Patreon-exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full-length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. And welcome back to our second segment where we're just going to jump right into... Two very big games out this week. We're also going to talk about Prey, though, right? We we never even mentioned that. I know, but it's Uh, never been mentioned anywhere on the entire show that you've played a a game coming out in May. It will be a new release. And we have video of it. That's a new Mm pre-release. Can we talk about it after the new release? Oh, yeah. All right, cool. But it's just all I've done this week is Prey stuff. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh. But, but you did also play For Honor. For Honor! Which comes out this week what from my fucking employers. game. Uh, why? Well, How I, weird? I didn't, I didn't say bad, but like... You said weird. Uh, it is it is really strange. Not strange, but like I haven't played... I mean, it's unusual. I haven't played anything like that before. The only thing I yeah. could compare it to was like... I, I forget, someone said it in the stream, a, a Jedi Academy game from like uh, Star Wars, huh. which was about stances and parries and like where to where to stick your sword. I yeah. like it. Yeah, well, I, um, I know people have compared it to, to Bushido Blade, but mm. I, I don't think that's an exact... 
comparison because like the stance there's an on-screen prompt to like, let you know it, what you need to do. This is the only game I've ever played where stance is a central gameplay mechanic. Mm. Well, where, stance is a central gameplay mechanic yeah. for Neo. Yeah, I was going to say, but yeah, but, but not to this yeah. degree. Really? Yeah. Neo is so complex. So, but but it, it's in totally For Honor, it's the, like that's at the center of everything. Your your yeah, stance, mm-hmm. like that's the core in, gameplay. In Neo mechanic. Dark Souls, you're a frame interrupting uh, ninja who can mm-hmm. constantly do everything, and mm-hmm. you are not that in For Honor yeah. at all. Like if you no. follow through with a heavy swing, there's no there's no cancel. Yeah. I was yeah. There is a cancel actually. Oh, is there? Oh. It just doesn't tell you. Oh, okay. Uh, so tips and tricks time. Uh-oh. Uh oh. Hey. If you start a heavy swing. And you want to cancel it so as to feint in a direction that you mm. want your opponent to switch their guard to. You hit uh, B or circle if you're playing on and PS4. That to me is, it is not. It is uh, to its credit is unlike anything I've played in a while. There are mm-hmm. certain things that strike me, Dark Soulsy or Mark of Cree. Mm. Um, that, that it, I just don't. I, I have never had to like fan out directional combat that was so. It is just combat, man. Mm-hmm. It's like just yeah. combat. That's all it is. And it's pretty, do- it's pretty dope in that sense. I just, I, we, I, I, I felt really confident. Then I jumped into multiplayer, mm-hmm. and it's just like I got the shit ripped out of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, um, I, I, I watched you going into that duel. And I'm like, no, play Dominion, fuck. Because mm-hmm. uh, in in a duel, mm-hmm. uh, I found like I can. For, first off, For Honor is like one of the few multiplayer games I'm really good at. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we describe it's a it treat first? for me? I, I tried I, to describe it to my girlfriend okay. about what you do today. I'm like, mm-hmm. I played a game. That's very heavily combat focused with samurais, yeah. Vikings, and knights. Yeah. And my girlfriend's like, "That sounds like every game I've imagined." <laughs> but, but in my samurai, life. Vikings, and hasn't knights happened yet. Are, have all been like locked in a one thousand year war for mm-hmm. survival, crammed mm-hmm. onto like the same landmass after this big cataclysm. And it's a wonderfully stupid mm-hmm. story conceit along the lines of like Marvel versus Capcom. <laughs> Kind of like yeah. just the, these worlds exist. Deal with it. And I kind of <laughs> like all these people are here. I kind of like that the campaign mm-hmm. is. Sort of how it's just like, oh, I'm a knight and this is my knight, bro, and we're just gonna yep. we're gonna fight together. See a dude with a beard, cut him down. Yeah, and then you're gonna play as the Vikings, and then as the samurai. And <laughs> uh, but the 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 main thrust of the gameplay is you know close quarters combat with a variety of weapons. You've got twelve different heroes you can pick from the start, most of which you unlock, but. If you haven't played, like, the, the betas or anything... Like, when I say, again, that stances are at the core of this mm-hmm. game, uh, you're, you're going through and you're, you're switching between, like, high left and right stance. Mm-hmm. And that determines two things. It determines your angle of attack, and it determines your blocking angle. Mm-hmm. So when you're fighting, uh, you're locking onto another opponent, which is the bulk of the gameplay... Uh, you are it's like a rock paper scissors thing where you're constantly trying to get around their guard while at the same time blocking their attacks and then there's like a bunch of things like you learn that like if they're winding up a heavy move you can do a light light attack and uh, interrupt you can do that feint that I mentioned if you wait until like the little red indicator uh, blinks red then uh, you can do a heavy attack and do a parry and knock them off balance for a second uh, you can you Guard can kick people and... off of ledges, which was really difficult for you it, apparently. Uh, well, it just never worked. Blame the game. Um, oh, you, oh. you you hit square twice. No, a guy. Yes, wa- you, a guy you, you I knocked the guy off the ledge. He, he stood up and then walked off the ledge by himself. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, I think, I think I remember perk. that one, and you like threw him at a corner, so he got kind of hung up on the geometry. Must have been my fault. Mm-hmm. It but, was, but. Uh, it's it reminds me of the way you'll hear people explain games like Street Fighter or Monster Hunter to you, mm-hmm. but they're it is just the crux of the game and there are prompts to help you learn it. 
which yeah. in my opinion neither of those games have a learning well, process. The, the story mode is kind of the, the, game. the tutorial mm-hmm. for the multiplayer honestly because it from like even even when you're a few levels in like it mm-hmm. will still stop things like okay here's what you need to do mm-hmm. uh, here, here's where you're going to learn how to parry mm-hmm. and it, it, it gives you these little tutorial messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, found the the best strategy in this game is uh Tell the other person you're, hemo- uh, you're a hemophiliac, and then when they turn away in disgust, uh, kick them in the back. Then it's time to kick some back. Yeah, yeah. But but I I forgot about the beta. So like I was in pretty early, and like people were really good. Mm-hmm. If, in the multiplayer match, you can see on, on YouTube.com/slash Laser Time. All of our group is like super incoherent mm-hmm. and all over the place, <laughs> yeah. and we in both yeah. matches we fight people who are like. Like, like, let's create a cross pattern yeah. and stay together the entire time. Yeah, and any, they kick the shit out of us. Anytime like, you're, like, two-on-one against mm-hmm. human opponents, you're pretty much fucked. Yeah, but that's that's one of the insane things about it. It's pretty easy to switch targeting from yeah. uh, well, one opponent to the but other. That, that's, here's another secret. Mm-hmm. When you are confronted by mm-hmm. more than one enemy, mm-hmm. you normally need to block in the direction of an attack to, mm-hmm. to block it. If the other enemy attacks you while you're locked onto someone mm-hmm. else... All you need to do is block in their general direction. So if they're like on your left, you just block left, and you will block their yeah, attack. It, it, and and that's the the big thing for me playing this game is to learn. Like I, I keep having the urge, like oh shit, two or th- two or more enemies, I'm gonna run away, and yeah. then I get hacked to pieces. And I, I immediately. take my Dark Souls Monster Hunter logic, and like I'll roll away, and like mm. the roll here is not the same at all. Like, mm. well, it, it depends on which character you're using. Some of them have like a quick dodge. Mm-hmm. I think the Nobushi might have a roll, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it's, well, they all have directional dodges, but mm-hmm. like it is not invincible frames at all. It's weird that they don't and, call it the honor, no. an honor roll when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Four honor oh, roll, man. But yeah, it's it's like you you have have to develop that instinct that's like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to run away. I'm going to stand and fight. I'm going to block in the direction of everybody and get in my licks when I can. And I only say it's weird because I haven't seen a game of this generation, let alone a Ubisoft game, ask me to learn an entirely new fundamental it mechanic. It really is. And, and like, you can't really just wade into it. you got to sit down with the tutorial. The tutorial is real good. Yeah. And, and you, you have to do the tutorial. Mm-hmm. Uh, like well, There's... Before you can even jump into multiplayer, yeah, there's that there's that a little check mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, like when you start up the game for the first time, it's like which faction are you? Okay, now you're gonna play as the main warrior of that mm-hmm. faction and uh, get through this this tutorial. Because no, I jumped true. in with the Viking and I couldn't. I, I like into the tutorial and like I'm gonna play as a heavy dude mm-hmm. who's really slow but uh, delivers a lot of damage. Yeah. And in the story mode, I don't. I'm not gonna see that Viking for a while. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's the thing. There's like four different character categories. Mm-hmm. In this game, and what's the fourth? There, there are the vanguards, which are mm-hmm. the the, mm. the default guys who are unlocked at the beginning. Knights. Yeah, the, well, there's the the, the, the uh, vanguard is the warden, the Viking raider, mm-hmm. and then I forget what the samurai one is called. But then you can unlock heavies mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, assassins. Mm-hmm. Who the, the assassins are unique. I've seen people complaining about it. It's like, oh, the peacekeeper's broken. Like, no. Everybody plays as the peacekeeper because the peacekeeper's awesome. <laughs> uh, and the thing with the assassin characters is like they don't maintain their stances in different directions, so you kind of need to actively block everything. Mm-hmm. You can't just hold a stance. Yeah, and that, that's the weird thing about it. If you're holding a stance and like, ah, I blocked this shit, I'm going to attack. If you block that attack successfully, you're still holding the same direction. Mm-hmm. And you need to switch it real fast. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't, like, it, it looks on the surface like a very simple combo beat-em-up Conan the movie game. But it fucking... It is fucking not. 
and it, 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 it requires you to think really fast. Yeah, yeah, in a way that I totally appreciate, but didn't, like, wasn't immediately good at. Most games that I hate about Western development demand, like, every player be good at this, and this game won't totally allow that immediately. Mm-hmm. You've got to learn this yeah, shit. Yeah, there's, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of a learning curve. Yeah, and that's, but it's it's a very rewarding one, I, I think. I appreciate that kind of credit. Good, good. Um, I'm glad but, it has your point. Oh, and the, the fourth character category is the, the hybrids. The pussies mm. who run away, who don't <laughs> buy Fall Run. They're the spear pussies. guys. Come on. Yeah, buy it, Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> but then but then each, each like, within these categories, there are three different warriors, and they each have, like, a, a drastically different style of gameplay. Like, you have the hybrids, which are the, the you know, the guys with the long arms. You've got the Nobushi, who's very fast and can do, like, these bleeding moves while she's moving backwards and kind of stabbing. You've got the Lawbringer, who's, like, this huge, bulky dude in armor with, like, a halberd. And then you've got the Valkyrie, who I haven't played as yet. But I, well, My girlfriend allowed me to explain it to her, and I gave that <laughs> anecdote. Yeah, that was nice of her. You may speak, Chris. Well, we were, well we were, it was Valentine's Day, so we had to spend a lot of time with her. <laughs> um, and we were out of conversation. And, uh, and the, you shooed away the waiter as you're like, ah, I got more, uh, now the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy, total, total Viking over here. Uh, Sweetheart, I love Vikings. It was, it Let's was, talk about Vikings. Let me tell you about the Vikings. They live in Minnesota, in, in, and yet they they're never somehow win. a professional team. In description, it's like, she's like, that's not every game? Like, no, it really isn't. Like, no game asks you to get better at its yeah. combat, ever. No. Like, you you level up, and combat gets easier. You're never asked to be it better at it. It is what you would picture, like, if you're watching some, like, teen movie or whatever, like, that's the game the little brother is playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just playing Vikings versus Samurai. I'm a Viking and I just beat up a Samurai and a cowboy sucked my dick. <laughs> uh, but, but it was really hard to describe to her because she had just assumed there was a combat-oriented game like that that existed. And I'm saying that there hasn't been. No, there hasn't really been anything quite like For Honor. Yeah, there. especially one that, like, has that multi player focus yeah. of like of stances and guards and blocks directional blocks yeah well i remember when it was first like they were first gearing up to announce that it was mm-hmm. being explained to me it's like yeah it's like a you know a medieval combat game but at the same time it has like the dynamics of a shooter mm-hmm. and like yeah it, it it has like uh these match types that are very very much like something you'd find in a shooter like dominion is like a control point match where you're running around capturing these points but then uh, when you're locked onto an opponent, it has the dynamics of a fighting game, and the duels in particular, the one-on-one matches, yeah. are like, this is like the new Bushido play, basically, yeah. except it's not one-hit kills. Yeah, not one-hit kills. You cannot dishonor yourself, so murder away. Nope. Yep. Uh, <laughs> there's prompts and a, and a learning curve, and I, I, I didn't reach the point where I felt adept with it, but again, that's fucking rare mm. with a Western-developed game, where I yep. don't... Because usually you just... In a caulking tube, being forced out of time, <laughs> leveling up all the while and becoming stronger, yeah. and a better bullet sponge, a better damage sponge, where this that never happened here. It's like Battlefield meets oh, uh, and I was meets pay- Street Fighter meets Dark Souls. I was complaining about it, especially while streaming, because like um, I got the game late, not complaining, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I didn't. There's this buff system of like uh mm-hmm. like uh regenerating power ups that you have access to. Yeah, and it's the like feats. And I'm like, guys, I'm streaming live. I don't have time to read about all these. I'm not <laughs> going to know. If you if you were able to read that underneath my face, uh, please tell me what that is. Yeah, I had and to I'll text you. I was like, hit left on the knee yeah, pad like, to I heal. I can't fucking see it, man. I can't <laughs> yeah, see it. Yeah. I'm 
uh, I'm trying to move the game along. I think uh, the most he- helpful tip you gave during that was the best uh, Venture Brothers. Ghost episode. of Sargasso. Yes. <laughs> I said episode six, and you said you didn't even know it. You said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Ghost of Sargasso. Yeah. Hot sargassums. <laughs> fucking disgusting. <laughs> the action yeah. man. We're married now. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem to want to do anything except that. Uh, also out this week, Sniper Elite 4. Wow. Uh, I was a huge fan of Sniper Elite 3. Mm-hmm. I actually caught some mild flack for it when I reviewed it for IGN. Why? But uh, Well, because it's a Sniper Elite game and it's not supposed to be good. Oh. But it is. It's, it's, it's. I think that's weird because uh, if well, sniper. It's what sniper v two, sniper v three. That that's the series where yeah. When you well, it was sniper elite v two because of the rockets. But then sniper elite three dropped the v. What's the other sniper series? Sniper ghost warrior. Oh oh, so it's sniper elite is the good one. That's yes. the one where when you when you like do a headshot, it literally shows like the cranium getting yes. like distorted and yes. stuff like that. Love it. Like well, that, that's the thing. It's, it's like it's. It's both not gory and extremely yeah. gory because, like, well, there, there's no like it's, dismemberment. You can't like literally shoot someone's head off, but at the same time, watch balls fly. Huh? You, yeah, you, you shoot them, and then like it does this cool slow motion thing where, like, I, I remember saying like it's like the bullet has this sense of impending destiny <laughs> where you're like watching it travel along its arc, and then yeah. like tr- time just slows to a crawl, while, like. Enters this guy's skull and it like does a an X-ray thing so you can yeah. see like the exact trajectory of entry and it blows away this little chunk of bone and then like sends his brains flying out the other side mm-hmm. and like oh I, it's so good I have theorized you can is shoot it, guys balls off is I this think, from Rebellion yeah. yes yeah yes, Rebellion yes. who were just here to to demo Battlezone for oh, really? us oh they did that okay. oh, yeah um, yeah but that I think this is kind of this, the thing that keeps our studio afloat is yeah. the the dependent dependent uh, like the dependable nature of the sniper series yeah. and, and the I'll sniper see... series is shit upon for the same for people like me who do play shooters and whenever I play with Tyler Wilde for example mm-hmm. he's always the sniper so I'll go and I'll have like this fucking a warrior moment where I slash people by the throat <laughs> spin around in circles shoot someone in the head and then like just br- yeah yeah. <sighs> mm. I've been lying prone for four minutes <laughs> and you stood still and I'm like fucking snipers yes it's a game just for that yeah, yeah. but it's but yeah I would rather have snipers in the game by themselves yeah, than, I mean, than when most first person shooters as a sniper I've never done it in mm-hmm. like an, a multiplayer shooter just because it seems like the most boring thing in the world like mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait here for something to be in my range but the sniper elite series is literally just like yeah, you're taking yeah. your time. Like it kind of mm-hmm. reminds me of what I liked about like the end in Metal Gear Solid Three, where it's oh, yeah. like I'm just gonna slowly make my way to this vantage and point. This guy's. I mean, it's it's yeah. mainly a stealth game. Yeah, you're 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 given the. It's sort of a little reminded me a little bit of Hitman in that mm-hmm. you're given these huge open maps, oh, I love it, man. and then you 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 know where your objectives are, and yeah. you're supposed to go without being detected, mm-hmm. ideally, and. And get them so you have to do things like set traps yep. for people to terrify them. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wait for like planes to fly overhead, yeah. then the set, the noise will mask your shots, mm-hmm. and uh, you can kill people without anybody noticing. Um, you can make a movie starring Tom Berenger. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can you can hide in foliage and stab dudes mm-hmm. as they walk by. 
Um, and, and yeah, just, just finding creative ways to like, I'm going to sneak around to this uh, isolated platform that gives me a perfect vantage point into like the final area and like just wait till this yeah. guy walks by and is going to be a tiny speck in my scope and I'm going to nail the shot yeah. I think for, and watch I think, his bla- brains fly out of fan, his head. I think fans of first person shooters think because they think the sniper class is easy that a game based around sniping is easy. Hmm. But it's a different hmm. kind of game. If you play yeah, this like really a shooter, is. you're going to get fucked in the yes. dick. Yeah. Like, real hard. And you can, mm-hmm. but you don't really we want did. to. We have footage of yeah, Dave doing we, it. We it streamed, wasn't great. And it got copyright strike because we just played uh, Mario's... Uh, the, the Mario 64 underwater theme uh, the whole dire, time. Dire, dire <laughs> this, this was they, our 420 stream. It was. We were it was dank tank talks. It was yeah. the, uh, Every day. But smoke weed. Yeah, it's not a... It's it's actually a tough game to stream because you have to take your time and, like, you do have, like, a, a pistol and a knife that you can mm-hmm. do things in close quarters. And, like, a Tommy gun. Yeah, but it's all about waiting for the most opportune moment and... I hope they still do Hitler-themed DLC where you shoot a- Hitler. Apparently, oh. you can still shoot Hitler in the Great. walls in this one. I, I we wanna... should try talking to Hitler first. <laughs> mm-hmm. He goes low, we go high. Well, the, the <laughs> if that doesn't work, then shoot him. The strategy that is the there... end of the movie, The Last yeah. Supper, by the way. The strategy there <laughs> is to delivers that speech. wait for him to start talking about his Pepe pin, and <laughs> then you shoot him. <laughs> I really uh, want the next game to have a Golgo 13 license. That's, oh, then yeah. I would play it. I would, I would play that. Yeah. I would so play I, that. I love remembering Golgo 13 as the dot, game. Dot, dot. <laughs> like, I had a friend whose parents had money, and he had four brothers. Wow. But he was the oldest, so he could convince them all. And by the time we got to the bottom of the list, I'm like, yeah, Evan, you're four, and you want Golgo 13. <laughs> That's the one you ask mom and dad for. <laughs> and, and he and did it's it. the one with sex. And he did. He got Golgo <laughs> did 13. Did you get the Moffat Conspiracy? Conspiracy? <laughs> yeah. That's I love, a sequel. I love the Moffat Conspiracy. It's a, be- it's a better game. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> because B doesn't jump, for Christ's sake. Yeah. Come on, I remember, Taito. I remember the, 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 sorry, Big Tokai. Seeing, seeing ads for mm-hmm. that game, if I can just digress for a second. Oh, sure. In, like, com- like, there was a Golgo 13 comic book that was published in the U.S. to tie in with the game. And it was it was just the manga uh, from Japan that was translated, but they had a full page ad for I think the first Gogo Thirteen game in there, and it's like so much action you'll wear out the B button. Like no, I <laughs> won't because that that would mean I'm just jumping all the damn time. They were not on the same page. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, Sniper Elite ah, Four <laughs> to bring were. it back around uh, uh, is a lot of fun. There's there's multiplayer in it. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure if it's if it holds over all the modes from Sniper Elite Three. I would assume so, but like you can play co-op with one other player if you want. Uh, there's also like a sniper spotter mode where like one guy just has like basic armaments and a set of binoculars, and the other guy just has like the sniper rifle, which is you know kind of a cool way to play it, more realistic. Um, and yeah, I believe there's multiplayer sniper battles in it too. Like you can just play death yeah. matches. Enemy of the gates, the game. Mm. So fuck yeah. So the one that you reviewed, I think it also came out on 360 and PS3. Did it? I think. Sniper. Wait, you sniper three. Sniper Elite three. Yes, that one did come out on PS3. Oh. But this is the first one that's only on PS4 and Xbox One. Okay. So I have to believe that they've improved some of like the. Yeah. I think Making it even more gory when you shoot somebody. In PC led. I think so good. that one was a PC led game. Uh, it came out way yeah. later. And I, I've been playing it on PC, Sniper ah. Elite Four, and uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. I get lovely 4K skeleton gore explosions. Mm. Nice. Um, and it, and it's cool because uh, also they they extend that now. I don't think they did this before, but you can 
kill people by, like, you know, shooting at barrels or just uh, gas cans, explosive things near them. And it will do the slow motion thing again. And when you blow up the thing, then, like, you get an x-ray of, like, all the shrapnel cutting through their bodies. And, yeah, it's pretty cool. I like it a lot. It makes it very very satisfying. very much. But it's only satisfying if you're not killing people all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a crescendo. Yeah. Yeah. I need to find out what... the what nationality the protagonist Carl Fairburn is supposed yeah. to be because like he he has a, an American accent but like in the beginning of the game like the Americans were convinced to enter the war <laughs> he's clearly I had to report him. back to British High Command <laughs> uh, pro tip for this game it really helps if every time you do a shot you say that's Homer that's <laughs> Homer too that's also Homer I'm <laughs> <laughs> good um, uh, uh, Homer loves Flanders, season yeah, five. Chris, so we're coming up on it. We get it. Uh, Halo Wars two is also out this week, which what? I don't I think any of us week. have played. Uh, it says Friday. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, sorry. Yes. Friday release. Yeah, not as of this. Uh, it does have some pretty awesome commercials that you can watch on YouTube. They are great. Yeah, and I'm scared to say anything about it because I have never seen people mad at more mad at me than saying Halo five is pretty good. <gasps> oh, gasp! Oh, it's not this. It's not this system justifying thing. Yeah. No, no. And, and, it's and it's this not an immediate even, orgasm. Will this top? Will this top-down strategy shooter be? I'm guessing. Yeah, this will be the system justifier. Hmm. Bob, you got an Xbox One? Do we learn the secret of Mr. Chef? <laughs> <laughs> I've only played two uh, uh, Halo games. Wikipedia says it's uh, February 21st, but it might be one of those games where you get like early access or something. There's definitive and ultimate edition early access PC Xbox ah. One. So, yeah. I have zero interest in this and. I can't imagine being uh, this much of a Halo fan that you'd want this type of game instead of a Halo. That's a nice yeah. another uh, Halo experience. Hmm. I hated the first Halo. A Wars. console RTS seems uh, kind of weird. Yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know God anybody likes that like first it. game. And this, but this is like this is like one of the big first party <laughs> exclusives for the Xbox. I'm bummed out. Uh, also, I played some of Conan Exiles and uh, the nudity in that game. The dick slider. How, oh, yeah. how are the dick physics? Is they they are so goofy. Does it move? It's about it, time. Yes, it moves. Okay. Uh, and uh, you can also play as a woman. And every time you look down in the first person, you see a giant pair of boobs. <laughs> Does the boobs and dicks sway like an Iwo Jima flag? Kind of. <laughs> I want. <laughs> well, the dicks do. I mean, we the people. boobs not so God, much. Developers. We've had twenty years of boob sliders. It's about time we have a dick slider. But that—that that is a game that makes you earn your pants. I'll <laughs> say that. <laughs> uh, put that in a box. Uh-huh. I think we need I'm the punching uh, an alligator while naked. <laughs> this is great. It's gonna bite my dick off. <laughs> we need the sing the praises of pants MST3K song in here somewhere. Uh, let's hear it for pants. <laughs> <laughs> so before we move on, Dave, did you want to talk about? Prey? Yeah, I recently got to play uh, the first hour of Prey thanks to... You got uh, to play Prey? I got to pray, play. You got to play, play. Pray, play, and play, play. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to pray just to make it today? Yes. I made that joke already. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, and uh, we should have, you know, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, we you can watch either the full, you know, hour. It's about 50 yeah. minutes to an hour of my playthrough, which is... A little bit less than MLG, but we also did a <laughs> top five moments from the demo, and yeah. it is especially about six minutes. Yeah, especially since we played the 2006 Prey. It was because it was trying oh, to like. Oh yeah. What? No, no. It, week, but, like, it, it holds up. 
like the visuals hold up not at all. No, yeah. but, yeah, but I the, watched a recent video of it, and but, uh, yeah. But what prey? Like the idea that like when you replay Prey from '06, mm. you can see like why why would someone want to remake this? It's one of the only first person shooters that tries to give you wow moments that don't involve like killing anyone. Yeah, like, it's all about. I'm on the ceiling now. It's all about like how yeah, this happened. Yeah, it had and, portals and before portal. Yes, yeah, totally. But it's also about fucking with your mind yeah. and. And messing with your head. It's also a pre Call of Duty shooter, so the controls kind of take some time to get used to. Dude, there's no sprint button. There's no (laughs) stamina. It's it's very. It feels weird. All of not every weapon has a zoom at all. But Mm -hmm. but Prey 2017. Mm -hmm. It's being developed by Arcane, who made Dishonored games, which I love, and it feels way more like Dishonored Mm -hmm. than Prey 2006, which is still. I mean, even though it's kind of. Cerebral, it's still very shootery. You're still shooting something every few minutes. This, the hour that I played, the only enemy that I, that popped up was the, this enemy called the Mimic, which you, mm. the, the best way to attack them really is to freeze them and then bash them with a wrench. That's another type between the games. Nice. That the wrench is the but first thing you like get. like 800 to. times their size and stand, mm. like little spiders that can yeah. stand up seven they, feet tall. They can be like the coffee the cup in the middle of the yeah. room that you yeah. don't know until you walk up to it and then boom. And you can play as the coffee cup. I've seen yes, that in some videos. I, but they didn't have that in the demo, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Which I like that I couldn't do any of like the weird uh, alien stuff was a little... You know, disappointing, and also that the combat was literally just fighting these mimics, which mm-hmm. are kind of hard for the first enemy that you fight in the game yeah. because they can be fast. anything. They move like yeah, they can just kind of disappear and then pop up somewhere else. Um, it was it's just so weird that but what I, the fuck yeah. was prey to be followed up this much later? It is yeah. literally ten years since yeah. the last. I mean, game. the yeah. tie is literally it's just like aliens. That's it. It's yeah. like, a little bit, but that, that, that's the only thing we could, we could pinpoint on, yeah. like, the idea that it fucks with you. It's yeah. not, like, Call of Duty has, like, your character is dead. <laughs> or, like, do you strangle this guy or not? <laughs> like, But, like, the Prey is telling you, like, everything you thought about the game is wrong. Play it differently yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, I really, really enjoyed the story of it. Like, just mm-hmm. the setting... You know that you you go and you great. do this test, and then you kind of realize it's sort of a spoiler. It's sort of like a Groundhog Day situation where you're uh, doing this test every day. They're testing to see if you're breaking down, and then you break through, and you kind of it's a, it's kind of like that uh, Dishonored level uh, where with the transforming mansion where you're you go to the background of this psychological test and see how like. Everything that they constructed, like... the oh, there's the a trip. list of how they fucked with you. Yeah, they, <laughs> the, the trip that you make to the mm. facility. Like, it's literally just a simulation that takes you mm. there. The, the, by the way, that trip is awesome because it's, like, a really cool credit sequence. Yeah. Um, Which is what... Pre- the only thing I know, uh, yeah. w- without having replayed it, what Prey should do. Because we were... Prey, ha- the- Prey has awesome intros, like the, yeah. the Don't Fear the Reaper. This yeah, had yep, this yep. cool intro, and then, yeah, breaking in... 1984 style, like into the simulation, and then again I say cabin in the woods. I got to get the kids on. <laughs> yeah, and I've heard a lot of people say that like once you do that mm-hmm. and you're kind of on the space station, it's kind of a Metroidvania mm-hmm. in 3D, like that you're you're in the space station and you just have a bunch of objectives and you just go around and so many areas are open that you just walk that you can yeah. go to and I, you didn't really get to see that much of that, but I yeah the, the combat. I'm still not sure about, but the the setting itself is is really really great, it's, and I'll, I mean I'm, I'm going to be p- 
probably playing it at launch just because it's got a cool narrative that I'm that I'm into already. Yeah, it does look great. I, I had no feelings about Prey One, and mm-hmm. I know Prey Two was worked on by Human Head Studios for a long time mm-hmm. before uh, Arcane took over. But yeah. uh, this, I had no interest before seeing a video, before mm-hmm. talking to Henry, and now it seems pretty cool. Like, yeah, I love Arcane and what they do, and I want to play another yeah, game. Was again. was one of our top five anticipated games of the year. So ah, that's, that's, that's why right. I tried to emphasize with the darkness. It's it's just one of those FPSs where the the S isn't the big deal. Mm. Like it's everything. It's more else. of an FPA. Yeah. <laughs> What's the A? Adventure. Ah, like okay. Bioshock. I'll take. Yeah, I'll take it. But it, it's super action oriented. It's just very. I can't think of another game like Prey. That like, why is this hung on? Mm-hmm. I don't hear anybody crowing about the original Prey. We we, we played it today as of yeah. this recording, and like it's. It does things that like no other first person yeah. shooter does, and it yeah. did it Insane. eleven years ago. It's a great name for a video game. Number yeah. one, like Apocalypse, the, which is only one game ever. <laughs> the only thing that baffles me is that like when I look at Prey twenty seventeen, you rebooted it. Why didn't you just call it something different? Does this have any name recognition at all? Prey yeah. is such an evocative name, like Doom. Though I feel like yeah. that's why they wanted it. Not that people remember Prey, but Prey and is now, a great name. Just like in another ten years, we're going to see a rage that has nothing rage. to do with it. I will default to Bethesda's judgment because, like, I had hardcore PC friends who recommended mm-hmm. Fallout. It was never on any consoles. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about it. Never played one. And Fallout Three made it a must-have franchise for everyone in the world. Mm-hmm. So maybe they know what they're. I don't know, but Maybe. It, it's it's baffling yeah. me. Still. But we have two videos, like the the mm-hmm. quick five. Or even. Oh yes, we have the uncut uh, playthrough yeah. of the new the first hour of the game, mm-hmm. and which is you know yeah. light spoilers. But the not top really. five things, which has a uh, article accompaniment, mm-hmm. and also yes, our Prey two thousand six, uh, which is good to compare. Tree. Even yeah. even like I can't see these graphics are not gra- it, it, dude. The game predates seven twenty p. It predates ten eighty p. It's one of those games I'm surprised like. This was it. This was only on 360 it was, and PC, but it, it, it was didn't PC come. Like a year before, I him. thought like this had to have a PS2 port, mm-hmm. right? Look at it. Mm. It does not look great, but the things it, the <laughs> things it does, it's still mm. pretty astounding. Yeah. That's true. I, do, I don't think some of those weird portal physics could be done on PS2. Yeah, oh, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 Is it, there was one sequence we were playing it. We're like, I'm just following my body in a circle. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. this is insane. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing everything before I do. before like they had the whole thing with Chell in the beginning of Portal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're like, I'm going to look at myself from behind. And I wish Portal... <laughs> Why didn't no one tell me my ass was this big? <laughs> I wish Portal would have done that. Balls. People were yelling at us about putting Portal 1 in the, in the, the top 20. Okay. And I just... I hate Portal mm-hmm. 2. It's like their, their guns are like, this is a bouncy gun. This is a faster gun. Slide. I like and the like, bouncy, slippy. Guns. I don't hate it. I they, make, they make cool little I, sounds. But we slide on I think there's a very good case to be made for both games. I think Prey is is more compact. It's more yeah. perfect. When you play Prey, like the idea that like or, or you can get first portal. I mean, you can get smaller. You go through a portal and you yeah, get smaller. And, and like, I forgot about that. And like <laughs> that to me feels like there's more gameplay mechanics. Mm. Like I could go inside a guy's bloodstream, mm. <laughs> or I could jump funny. So they're saying we should have an interspace game. I yes, agree. Yes. Yep. I want to be Martin Short while he's still alive. Yeah. Also, mm. Portal Two has Cave Johnson, so uh, that's for that game's benefit. Cave Johnson. <laughs> mm. I'm just imagining like I want to be Martin Short while he's still alive. Is somebody like right at that moment he's saying I want to be Chris Antista while he's still alive? And <laughs> he would never say you, that. you body it's... swap and then like oh what have I done? He just imagine Wednesday. my significant other still alive. Let's do some <laughs> wacky hijinks. Uh-huh. I say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, Chris, you're what? up. Yeah. Take my advice, do as I say, 
Save a little money for a rainy day. What are you buying? Uh, this is the only game deal segment ever. Mm. Ah. It's one game deals. Oh, man. Oh. One game deal. That would be, there's no other game deal in town uh, than Humble Bundles Freedom Bundle. Oh, right. Absolutely mm. nothing. Um, would you like to own The Witness, Stardew Valley, Day of the Tentacle, Nuclear Throne, Octodad, Super Meat Boy, World of Goo, uh, Stanley Parable, uh, the fucking, the boys, like, there's comic books in here. There are uh, 53 things to get for $30. Wow. And some of them are some of the best independent PC games ever made. Can I not download The Witness? Uh, can I refuse it? You download The Witness. Okay, thank you. Or you could have it for, for nothing. Okay. Just consider you're paying less than $1 per <laughs> thing and get The Witness for free. Um, Just laugh at the picture of Jonathan Blow you've got taped to your dartboard. Oh, yeah. Books, Tower of Guns, uh, Monster Loves You, Sprogwood, Jesus Christ, Cube. There's too many to mention. You go to HumbleBundle.com and it contributes to a good cause... I don't want to go in too far into the causes because I, I, say, I want assholes to buy it anyway. <laughs> don't be one of those jerks who gives the minimum amount possible for all yeah. the games. Don't be one of those people. Give like 20 bucks at least. Yeah, Come it benefits on. the ACLU, Doctors Without Borders, and the Rescue Committee, I, I, I think, but like a great cause. Rescue in, Rangers, Chris. Yes. Sometimes some crimes go slipping through the cracks. you got to depend on these guys. Uh, the gumshoes, yeah. But can't um, I support Gamergate? This is racist. <laughs> Fine, take that stance. And then miss out on all these great games for $30. Um, I hope I hope your political stances deny you. <laughs> well, how much was The Witness when it came out? Uh, it was $40. $40. Yeah. $30 you get that and... 50 other things. It's worth negative three, but the other games are fine. Fine games. I would play yes, all of them. Yes, absolutely. And they're, they're adding more every day. Double Fine, whatever the fuck Double Fine Adventure is. Uh, that's there. That's but uh, Broken Age, correct? Yes. Yeah. It just says Double Fine Adventure. I, it, it was not there when I checked an hour huh. ago, but they keep adding things to it. Uh, it's kind of insane. Buy nothing else but this and please support this cause. It has made four million dollars. Wow. At this point, that's crazy. Um, that's great. It is amazing, actually, because it defeats other records that those organizations have received recently. And you should do this. Uh, it'll be on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash laser time show. And, and game deals. Yes. Take my advice, do as I say, save a little money for a rainy day. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, it's Dave's turn to shine. All right. News. News. Uh, might as well start out with the. Uh, the most controversial one. The uh, elephant in the room. PewDiePie oh, was uh, he lost his deal with Disney and YouTube after uh, some anti some anti-Semitic. Semitic. I, I'm so not anti-Semitic. Sam, he's so unracist. He can't I, pronounce I, I, anti-Semitic. Who played yeah. as a substitute? Uh, <laughs> season two. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he posted some videos with some weird skits where he paid people to do. I don't well, know. I don't thing. know. Well, yes. he, yeah, he paid yeah, a couple of Indian guys five dollars to dance and hold up a sign and which said, is, "Death to old Jews," which is shitty. I've seen we've seen those b- yeah. videos for your uh, Hitler yeah. did nothing wrong, four twenty for life, mm-hmm. blaze it. Uh, mm-hmm. 
It, I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, somebody but else talk. I, <laughs> like when your when your main sponsor is Disney, maybe you no, shy away from no, the I still think, stuff. I still think there's a portion of this that is full of shit. Because hmm. the person who started the article, what was it, Wall Street Journal, mm-hmm. is and it was just as PewDiePie anti-Semitic. You clearly went and saw these clips and know that they're cutaways mm-hmm. to jokes, and that uh, he's, they're not really jokes, <laughs> but they are jokes, Bob. Uh, in his mind, they are, but they, they are jokes. But I will also say. Uh, if you look that Aryan and have a Scandinavian accent, <laughs> you're not allowed to make these exactly, jokes. Exactly, yeah. yes. Like, uh, intent, uh, I mean, just... Uh, but the person who did the research mm. knew very well that they were jokes. Mm. Um, you know what? It's hard to tell when your satire is, isn't it funny that I'm saying these things and shouldn't yeah. be? No, no, no. There's, there's nothing more to it you're than th- that. You're thinking about it as a different kind of comedy writer. As someone who knows about how the rules of comedy work and you're, you're how effective th- jokes you're not are told. About, isn't it See, you're ra- good at comedy. PewDiePie uh, is... Bad at comedy. You could, that's the that's difference. the argument you can have. Like, is yes. it, Bob? You're not thinking. Isn't it outrageous that I do this? Exactly. I mean, I feel like there is no intent besides um, I'm saying these things, mm. and I shouldn't be. Ergo, you laugh at them. Like yeah. these these things I'm saying because because I shouldn't be. Yeah, and that's not clever. And in reading, I mean, in reading about this, I, it opened up a whole new world of YouTubers to me, where it's like this guy's gimmick is he says the N word a lot. Totally. Like, uh, I saw that too. And that that's really that, that that's just it. That's all you do, and you have eight million uh, uh, subscribers. Never just because compare you just your say, views to somebody else on yeah. YouTube. It'll yeah. break your heart. Well, I mean, time. I'm not I'm not doing that, but it's just like that's your gimmick. Mm-hmm. But there's a, there's a point in your life if you are a privileged person where you think that's funny. Like, oh, I'm naughty. I'm saying this mm-hmm. thing that I shouldn't say. Isn't that great? Yeah. <laughs> but once you're 17 or 18, and not 27, I would think you, paying someone from a third world country to say something anti-Semitic like should put you in a category of people who suck. That, yeah, well, the um, thing really, is they yeah. also lost their account which was their main source of income and they're very poor. That's why this... Mm, yeah. like it. Otherwise this isn't worth talking about. Bob, you know me. If, you know I'm well, always yeah. willing to defend the, the comic here but there's it, there's more to it than I mean, that. ultimately, yes, uh, the, 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 the frosting on this horrible cake is that if you are a millionaire pay, paying poor people mm. to uh, exploit them to send out a racist message yeah. that you either mean or don't mean it's still terrible you're really yeah. just punching down mm-hmm. it's not a great look and it's Disney's decision ultimately if they want to have him on board or not and they should have known better because I mean he really got famous for making rape jokes and mm-hmm. saying the F slur over game footage I mean these are all I things he's he got, apologized he got for got famous for uh, screaming at Five Nights at Freddy's in a very family friendly way that was us <laughs> you're right you're right, you're right. <laughs> no it, but it was it, his rise to power was years there's a great game that. there's a great game theory article on like he yeah. kind of got famous it's time for some game theory but it's beautiful the idea that like he he moved coasts mm-hmm. like that was his big thing like he moved locations because what what YouTube targets yeah. you with is geo-targeting. The idea that he had multiple videos in multiple territories mm. uh, made him a lot more viable. Because you look at him, I don't hate the guy, but there's nothing special about him. Mm. Like, he doesn't do anything particularly great. Mm. Uh, and I, I, don't wish, I, I don't wish this would have happened to him. I don't. Um, but if... I, Bob, you know me. You can you can yeah. st- stand like, stand up or throw me down on this. I will usually stand up for the comedian mm. in, yeah. in almost every situation. Yeah, because yeah. because even if you fail, you're trying to make a joke. But, you can't. And this is like the, you, sh- you occasionally the fail. sheer amount of content that he makes. Mm-hmm. There is going to be periods mm-hmm. of and immediately him. immediately after the both both of us talked about this, we played Prey mm-hmm. from 2006, and it was like, 
Holy shit. How can I not make Native American jokes? Uh-huh. The beginning is them making Native American yeah. jokes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel bad for making the, so, those jokes, but they're easy jokes. By comparison, we have a new... Well, you have to do it if it's easy. <laughs> we, have a new little, we have a new little thing here that I've been programming, uh, Laser Time TV. It's a 24-hour streaming TV channel with Mystery Science Theater and Duckman and Critic and... Uh, some of our streams, and we were we were we did a stream a while back, uh, a whole series about Marvel's the Marvel cards, mm. and we got to Red Skull, and Red Skull's cards from 1991 sold to children, right? Filled with Nazi regalia, oh. yeah, and like and and we're looking at that like Jesus Christ, and we there's there's my set right now with my fucking fingerprints <laughs> and, and and drawings over it, like it didn't bother me then. My grandfather fought in world fought yeah. Nazis in World War Two. Well, didn't it, bother him in 1991. It was just this historical oddity rather than. Thank you, Michael. The part thing that of has modern reality. In the last th- my grandfather wasn't bothered by Nazi uh, imagery because he killed all the Nazis because they were beaten. Yes. Yeah. And and like no matter where you stand now, like Nazis are on television. Yeah. Again, like, how the fuck yeah. did that happen? Mm-hmm. That's what's changing the climate. And you can bitch all day long, but if you're a comedian and making fucking Nazi jokes in a time when people are obviously more sensitive about it and you don't want to be yeah. associated with yeah. it... You need to read the room. So, totally. Yes. Read especially the because his audience is mostly children. And, and <laughs> providing these kind of, uh, this kind of uh, quote-unquote hate speech without any kind of context, which there is no I'm playing a character. It's like, oh, these outrageous things, I'm saying them, and you're, and you're listening no, no, to so, them. Some of these things that they're calling are fucking fantastic. Family Guy cutaways that he's yeah. that are so deliberately jokes. Fuck anybody for saying this guy's anti-Semitic. Well, there's there's no um, context though. It's just like I'm saying these things and that's the joke. There's no like I'm playing a, video a character. Called, Is PewDiePie racist? Where he talks about accusations hmm. of whether he's racist and then cuts away to him dressed dressed like a Nazi. Right, right. That is not presented in the Wall Street Journal article. I don't think he's racist. I think he's a provocateur. I think he wants to be outrageous. And exactly. These are the buttons he can hit for instant outrage, instant provocate. Tourism, provoca- prov- you, provocation. You have go. to be prepared to deal with the outcome, especially yes. when you speak to an audience that large. And ultimately, and he'll be fine. He will still yeah. be yeah, a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. He will still have people watching him. In fact, more people might be watching him now because they're outraged that people would uh, push back against what he's saying. So I, I ultimately, not, he'll be fine no matter what. I hope that's not the case. You, Everybody needs to be sensitive to people being more sensitive about Nazis now because they're on television every day. I think it's great you're pushing back against the SJWs, Mr. Aryan Superman. I don't want to draw any more sides on shit like that, though. I really don't. I really don't. But the idea that like Nazis feel comfortable talking in public bothers the shit out of me. And I'm always the guy to defend the guy. Sorry. If your audience was born in 2013, let's say 2010 and they don't know what World War II was they don't know what Nazis are they don't know any historical context to these things you're Just saying an R-rated movie. they think you're cool by saying these things because they piss, it pisses people off mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of irresponsible I think I, I just came from an era where this never pissed anybody off yeah, yeah. Um, I mean Nazi jokes have been ruined there used to yeah. be good Na- Nazis, Nazis are inherently jokes. hilarious they are yeah. like the dumbest people they're, on they're earth. one of the four cornerstones of who Mel Brooks is yeah <laughs> <laughs> like but like even if you if you dig into like fucking Himmler and his weird black sun cult it's like you you people are like they're it's, nerds. it's like You're D&D like, nerds yeah. Yeah. who managed to take over half the world Nazis were nerds with world conquering goals yes. <sighs> they're fucking nerds and we destroyed them they are, they are <laughs> the, the definition of beta cucks uh, yes. mutated but they're Omega Cucks. Regardless not- of what you assume Kotaku and Polygon are doing, uh, their they're evil machinations, PewDiePie will remain a millionaire for life. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. He's a white guy in yeah. London. 
He's going to be okay. <laughs> this should become less political immediately. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Dave. Yes. Uh, so Microsoft is moving the the time and date of their uh, E3 press conference. They used to do it uh, Monday morning, and then that would lead into uh, I think was Nintendo after that. No, no, it was it, was, it was EA or no, Ubisoft. it was the opening of E3. Oh. Microsoft as a fucking like Trump mm. hand pulling dick like. Power move. They oh, but they literally they, created a new day of yeah. E three. They they always went before. They did Sony. They did, and it was yeah. usually the same well, it was, day. It was like Microsoft, then EA, then Ubisoft, yeah. then Sony. So, but was, now, and then well, Nintendo yeah. was like the next morning. It wasn't like that at all. E three was Tuesday to Thursday. Yeah. Right, yeah. Monday is press conference, and, and Microsoft, when they got into the games business, mm-hmm. threw their weight around, paid mm-hmm. a shitload of money, rented out the biggest theater, mm-hmm. and started E3 a day early. Yeah, hmm. changed yeah. the industry. But Sony was also the same day. No, that, it wasn't. Well, everybody it, else for the last few years, day. it's been that. Monday. No, Monday wasn't. is press conference day. Yeah, it's always but, been like for no, not always, but no. for the last few years, yes, yeah. Sony has been the same day as Microsoft, uh, and that because Sony was the kickoff to E3. Sony is, they that, were there Sony fir- is the they were la- there first. Sony is the last thing on Mondays. Microsoft did this as a power yeah. move to take over the beginning of yeah. E3. So sure. you know this is journalists. But I, I'm saying the other press conferences are also on Monday. But you know they did this to to literally start the messaging of E3. Yeah, that's sure. why. And, and they're they, mo- they go first on Monday. So when they, when now, they say they're moving a day early, like what the fuck are you doing? That uh, means all like if, like well just Bob here yeah. making has to all fly of our in jobs one day, harder. Yeah. Exactly has to yeah. fly in one uh, day earlier. Another why? hotel day. Yeah, another hotel day no, for you, nothing. You got to go to E3 a day early and uh, go to like the. You know the happy hour. I didn't work for a fucking magazine. Everybody Dave. should we go to it. Sorry, we never fucking did nerds. How, how did your destroyal humans preview go? I also work for a, <laughs> I also work for a publisher and flew it in like three days early. So yeah. don't talk to me like that because <laughs> I had it way more political. I also but, work from home for the past three E3s and I got more work done than I've ever done before in my that, life. That is the and best. then it was over on yes. Tuesday. Like there's nothing else. It's over. It's a wonderful giant mm-hmm. joke. I don't want to end. Yeah, like uh, it's it's but, the, it's nerd super. But Bowl. so it's they they're be insane with the the open of the public. Yeah, they're moving. And that's the other story about E3. But they're moving... Microsoft's moving from Monday morning to Sunday afternoon. I think it's 2 o'clock. It does work in the fact that for a few... A couple of years this decade, like, they've had their lunch eaten Mm -hmm. by Sony, Mm -hmm. like, just... Five or six hours later, like mm-hmm. they say their stuff, and then Sony says, "Well, guess what? <laughs> uh, no DRM, no this, no that. We're yeah. cheaper. Fuck you." Microsoft does not comment on historic massacres, and Sony does. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a Microsoft uh, yeah. power move, and it and, and, and that it, gives it, them it, an extra day of press. But which given, is, given the nature of technology, sense. like especially the last two years, or yeah. like if you reveal your hand a yeah. day beforehand, Sony's going to fucking respond. Yeah, they can like, come up with the response. Yeah, but yeah. they've. It, like there's been a bunch of times where it's been the same day and Sony's had the response. So why not if you're gonna get shit on them by Sony? Go after Sony. Eventually, just go as as early as possible. We've got to show off Scorpio before Sony unveils the PS4 PO. That I think is, is the. I don't think they would have done this unless they had one big, huge, massive, veiny dick power. Move. I mean, they have Scorpio. I mean, we've already seen the place. Uh, you can Scorpio. buy a PlayStation. You can buy a PS4 Pro. But we could speculate all day, and that's what the show's for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know how good this could be to set this a day earlier. I don't know. How good could it be? Mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. It's huh? Microsoft. I, like, I don't know. It is... It is. I mean, I hope... $20 that, plays I hope that, all of your Blu-rays and uh, CEDs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Disco Vision I mean, I discs. feel like um, Microsoft's just been like... Just... 
biding their time, uh, hoarding their exclusives mm-hmm. for the Scorpio because be. yeah, like they've be. they've well, canceled I mean, things. They've like the what what the exclusives right now for Xbox One are just like. Man. That's an excellent the, point. Cuphead, Cuphead well, is Cuphead. still coming. The, the thing is, like you know, with Scorpio, like the rumor has been for a while now. Like this is not the the Xbox One's PS4 Pro. This is the next Xbox. Yeah. I mean, it, mm. it makes sense. You kind of it, it, it just cut, happens to be yeah, backward. Cut bait at a certain point for the Xbox One. It's never going to catch up. So why not mm, just and, and make it, that big jump? It sucks every second of the day. <laughs> Unless you have an auto start to game thing, that mm. menu is awful. Like yeah. the, the controller literally doesn't work on its interface. <laughs> the only time I turn it on is when, I, when my bird accidentally turns it on <laughs> by walking by walking close to it and just goes beep. No, 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 no. It's okay. Yeah. Don't update. No, oh, wait. <laughs> Anytime a cat rubs their face against the Xbox yeah. button, that'll also turn it on. Bird and cat faces are the are the biggest players of Xbox cl- One right I now. I don't hate Xbox. I just think its interface is a miserable experience. Mm-hmm. The idea oh, that like mm-hmm. I can't go to my games mm. without six clicks, which I'll then miss, and it'll it'll yeah. swoop over. D- did you want to see the community page? What our Twitter said? Absolutely it's, not. Nobody it's did. Shocking. Why is this a thing? It's shocking. This many years later, I I don't know where my games are living. Like every <laughs> yeah. time I turn it on, every eight months, like where where are my games? I bought games. How once. do I get to my games and apps? Yeah. Uh, they so, recently <laughs> built a dedicated tab for it, but also a mushy controller that will then swoop it over to its Facebook deals. So <laughs> it's, it's insane. It is insane. Uh, so also E three related. Sorry, what oh, you said. Oh, oh. What you said. I. I didn't think about that. Mm. They might have a sh- like a shitload of games to unveil with an extra couple of days mm. outside the E3 floor. Yeah, I mean that also demo. that's the only yeah, reason that also means like Sunday night is that's when the, the press goes and plays yeah. the games and they have that extra. They're making lead people time. arrive a day early at E3. Oh. Uh, hopefully, it's worth their while. Yeah, I so. I'm not gonna go. Yeah, I ain't going either. Ugh. But I am. Oh shit! I that might. means I. It means I gotta come over on a Sunday to stream that press conference. Oh man, you gotta go like That's twenty minutes to a house and watch yeah. television. That sucks. <laughs> I watch football, even when there's no football being played. I I, I taped all the football games. But but it, football. It, it, it's been seven minutes since a Vince McMahon pay per view. So um. <laughs> oh shit! If there's one that day, I'm sorry. Speaking uh, of seven I got a tailgate. Uh, but yeah, speak, <laughs> speaking of E3, uh, this year E3 is also being open to the public in the form of. Uh, 15,000 tickets that will be sold to the general public. That's nuts. Uh, you can buy, what, one day? No, sorry, it's $149 for the uh, for the first 1,000 tickets and then $249 mm-hmm. for the rest. And that, that gives you access to the three-day show. But I have to say, if you buy one of these tickets, expect to stand in line for five hours, play one game. That's all you'll do. Yeah. Uh, well, that's really I, just the E3 experience. Unless you have appointments, think, you will not play anything. I think I understand why they're doing this, because if you'll remember last year, a bunch of companies pulled out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was at that show, and it was like... There's a ton of people here, but they are crammed into a smaller space than uh, I'm used to. I feel like there, there's a lot more empty space in the exhibit halls, mm. and uh, things are just sort of bunched up together. But like, you you think they could use some of that extra space to like open up the Microsoft demo kiosks? But no, I have to shove past a bunch of people. No, to it's got to It's got to look good on a fucking Game Informer. Video. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone has to be. Crammed I mean, together. It's, I said that no, now mm. that I'm. With full knowledge, yeah. I know no one there. And can throw that I've been, the it's been like four years since I've been to E3, which makes me a little sad. But, yeah, but like it, that, I always thought, like, okay, well, Nintendo stuff, that's going to be a line. And some big exclusives, that'll be a line. But you could just, like, saunter over to uh, Tecmo Koei and play whatever <laughs> they got. Or, uh-huh. or, oh, sorry. or Konami or Throw Sega or whatever. 2K. 
Yeah. 2K. Would you like to say Bioshock or our tennis game? <laughs> well, I might sneak into your other line, but I'll say tennis. Has, has right it gotten now. to a point where everything has a line? Like, mm. uh, it, a lot of things do, mm. and some of the lines. Like, I remember the Microsoft booth was mm. kind of loose, and that like some of the kiosks have lines, but mostly it just seems to be a jostling crowd. Uh. And maybe you can get in line, but uh, I think I think the thinking is like if we open this up to the public and we have 15,000 guaranteed pairs of eyeballs that are yeah. going to come in we're going to lure back more companies we're going to lure mm-hmm. back uh, smaller companies that haven't been here in a long time might even open up Kentia Hall mm. which is like oh, the weird the basement of uh, oh, the, the LA the, Convention the Center where, yeah. where I played uh, Guitar Hero for the first time oh. uh, I, I think it should be open to the public I think this benefits it, no one but the public. Well, here, here's the thing. Like, I think the people... And, and I've, se- I've seen a lot of mm-hmm. complaints like, oh, the SJW games journalists don't want to meet their audience. I think it's... No. No, the, the thing with mm-hmm. games journalists, if you're at E3 covering it, it your life is running from appointment to appointment. And those appointments can t- uh, tend to be like a 15-minute walk apart. It really is, yeah. And whenever I get an appointment at the beginning of the first day of E3, I can't make it because it takes at least 90 minutes yeah. to get into the yes. actual like event hall. Yeah. It, it's, mm-hmm. it, it, so, and, and having been there like when like a lot more uh, retail employees would mm-hmm. be there, like I, I have memories of like there's like a... F- couple standing in front of me holding hmm. hands and walking very slowly with gigantic bags of Man. swag that make them about eight feet wide mm-hmm. and I can't get past them. I just have to walk very or, slowly. I thought we had stories like we can't start this MK demo until George Lopez gets here. <laughs> and I, I yeah. had the same thing like you, you can't see Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. It's one, it's a Dark Knight temp track and Ryan Seacrest said he'd be here but he's not <laughs> right now but really started. I, I think crowds have always been an issue at oh E3, for sure yeah. and it'll be interesting to see what happens when but there the are 15,000 more people spread hype for your games and having been to Comic Con like that is a that is an environment I never want to be in again I never want to go to another Comic Con but but PAX is a good example of like that's just a consumer show if you're lucky yeah. you get appointments to get bumped uh, to the front of the line I'm gonna say E3 is nothing like PAX mm-hmm. I think if you're a consumer PAX is probably the more fun show yeah, but it pa- should be, yeah. PAX is the one that has four shows now and E3 hasn't moved at all yeah. Yeah. I, I think if though if you have $250 to spend to to go to E3 to get those passes price. You can probably figure out. You can probably finagle yourself yeah. some passes. Like, mm-hmm. pretend that you're a journal. Like, mock your mock mock up a website and fake that shit. Well, that's or, what people like, have been doing for years. I think, I think, or yeah, make friends with some GameStop clerk, and then they'll. That was the joke in. about it: is that like every GameStop is allowed like five employees to yeah. go, and that's I don't know. Not that that's ridiculous. That's what the show's there for. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk disparagingly about everybody. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of people who pay 250 bucks to show up and they'll come in costume and then like, be angry that people keep asking them, like, are you working at this booth? Yeah. <laughs> but that, that was the weird thing. Like, the last E3 I was at was like, there are half these people are here in costumes. They're all YouTubers. Because mm. there's no more magazines and there's no, no more websites. Yep. Um... I think it should be. I think it makes no sense as a trade show to not be open to the public. Mm. I think it should be. But yeah. I'm saying that on behalf of people like Michael and Bob. Like, it makes your jobs way harder. It really harder. does, It yeah. sucks. It's like, imagine if your commute was for 15 hours just 
armpit to armpit, like trying mm. to squeeze through people to even when you have an appointment. It's mm. yeah, and professionals have bad enough mm. manners at E three. I don't know what fans yeah. are going to do. I mean, I, I just... although I, I will say the crowd issues have been a lot better in recent years when they've been turning on the air conditioning. Oh, as I used to be the early that, years that I went the to E three. Variable. <laughs> uh, well, they, there used to be like I I remember going into an EA demo for Godfather and like this is the best thing ever because there's air conditioning. Hmm. Oh yeah, one and of those little cubicles maybe with yeah, just a I'm, fan I'm, blowing I'm not, your face. I'm not crammed into a gigantic convention hall that is like <laughs> 90 degrees. Ugh. Filled with sweaty people. Uh, I probably am going this year so look for <laughs> me being angry Hooray. and jaded at E3. What's uh, next? So PlayStation their next update will finally add external heart Yay! It will finally add external hard drive support. That's great. Yeah, I uh, actually like. I, I'm. I immediately bought like a four terabyte USB hard wow. drive. Wow, yeah. uh, Because like, well, there was like one on sale for like a hundred ninety. That's not bad at all. But uh, yeah, and I, I then realizing like, oh, uh, Sony's announcements. Mm. For the firmware, tend to happen about a month yeah. before the firmware actually. Yeah, they hits. talked so about this a while ago. I think, couple... it was in, I think it was in beta for a while too. Yeah, this, yeah, this update. yeah, yeah. But yeah, they're finally catching up to the Xbox One and the goddamn Wii U, Jesus. which also oh. had external hard drive support. Wow. Uh, you can download all the new Wii U games like yeah, cricket noise. I mean, I also did it I... really, or was it just like uh, like a flash drive thing for what for Wii U? No, you can just use a regular external oh, hard drive. Okay. Uh, Henry Gilbert know. had to do that because he oh. got the white Wii U oh. like a sucker. 32 gigs, correct? I think uh, no, 8 gigs for oh the white Wii U. Oh, my God. That's 32 like, I, is... I think he got it because you got his 32 gigs. No, that's a that's a, a <laughs> vicious Sessler rumor did. that I deny. <laughs> I stole an anonymous person's uh, white Wii U. Yeah, it certainly not Henry. Someone who was probably don't even know. Look, if Henry had gotten there at and waited on the launch line with me and Chris and Adam Sessler uh, who got turned away... But, he would have. He could have gotten a black Wii U too, and just finagled yeah. it like now, I did. Now, wait, I've been. I've been waiting for this for years to happen. <laughs> wait, <laughs> now, wait like, a second. What? Everybody got fucked over by the Wii U. Oh yeah. It doesn't matter if you have a white or a black unit. I bought a. Oh. I bought the black unit. I have never had a data management issue for how many years has Man. it been? Twenty twelve. Yeah. It's five Almost years. Five, yeah. I've never been able to fill up that hard drive buying exclusively digital. But I'm. I'm glad I changed the hard drive in my PS4 because. 500 gigs, I am way past that point. I put a 2 gig, uh, yeah, sorry, 2 terabyte, two one, man. a 2 terabyte hard drive into play my, into the gun <laughs> not a lot else, a 2 terabyte hard drive into my PS4, and, like, I'm, I think, 75% full, but I am thankful that, like, you know, over the next few years, I'll be able to add to it just with external hard drives, which are, you know, they're getting cheaper and cheaper, so it's, it it's, it's, it's a good thing. Michael mm-hmm. did the beautiful thing of adding the external hard drive encasement for mine which has created nothing but problems <laughs> yeah, well you can and you can get rid of that soon i can't now i'm just too just used get, to get a it. usb like, hard drive mm-hmm. and transfer everything over and then switch back to your yeah. old hard drive it's another two days of transferring data oh yum, yeah. yum 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 yep. that's that's how we love to um, spend time and, and you have to put them on the usb stick first otherwise sony doesn't think you bought them legitimately including yeah. the update which it doesn't think i did legitimately and i have to Yell at my PS4 every time I started. <laughs> yeah, I had the four updates ago thing. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, uh, moving on, Steam Greenlight is being replaced by Steam Direct, uh, which Steam Direct will come with a publishing fee. I think it goes as low as $100 up to 
uh, what is it, $2,000? $5,000. Yeah, I saw indie developers complaining about this on my Twitter timeline. Oh, yeah. I can see that. But there's a lot but of people... Steam who... Greenlight has kind of seemed like a mess, and it always is a weird yeah, but... thing when, like, companies are emailing, like, even us, like, hey, we've got this game, it's on Steam Greenlight, and Mike, so wait, when's your game... Out. You only hear about the worst examples of Steam, Steam yeah. Greenlight. Yeah. And there are a lot of good examples for Steam Greenlight. Yeah. Um, you mostly hear about them from Jim Sterling. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they, they become high profile, but there are a lot of good things that happen there. And, and, and We should on. clarify, Steam Greenlight, it's the Matt Damon, Ben Affleck reality show where they make a yes, game? Yes, yeah? yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This game is fucking pissing. <laughs> well, it, I, I was a little confused. Even, even as someone who spends a lot of time buying things through mm-hmm. Steam... Uh, I'm not sure what the difference between early access and green light is. Uh, the money publishers have to pay. Same here. Oh, okay. And, and that, that's what I think is kind of weird, because we all know $100 is a lot different than uh-huh. multiple thousands of dollars. Okay. And I don't, I don't know of many success stories mm-hmm. of people who entered the marketplace for mm-hmm. 100 bucks and yeah. they made a great game, who weren't going to make a great game to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it is very strange. But it's not. it can't be denied that system was broken and being yeah. misused a bit there are some some success stories like darkest yeah. dungeon I, yeah. I believe it was in green light for a long time to the point where i thought it was out but then it actually mm. came out and i was yeah. like oh i didn't realize this game uh, actually had an official release yet so no i i, I, I know of more from my mm-hmm. just from my time at pc gamer where there, there are good success stories out of that but mm-hmm. yeah they're way oversaturated now mm-hmm. by the bad stories because there, yeah. there are more of them there I are th- more shitty stories I think I paid $20 for Audio Surf 2 four <laughs> years ago I don't I don't think it was ever finished or if it was I never heard about it hmm. it just oh. was like in a semi-finished state for a long time so speaking of $20 well, it's good to know that uh, Steam doesn't have to turn on the green light <laughs> Steam <laughs> turn on the green light uh, South Park the Fractured But Whole has been delayed no uh, yeah. So I forget the game what that was the... listed as, as Q1 and uh, yeah. So now it's mid February. It can be uh, they the the new release date is nebulous, but it could be anywhere up to April of next year. Um, Whoa, April it, of next year. Yes, sweet lord. Uh, but it's you know it's South Park, so you know that they're always like burning the midnight oil candle at both ends. I don't know which. Is the correct for terminology there? For three months of the year, right? No matter yeah. what you think about the yeah. show, the last game was great yeah. and showed like a real good understanding on South Park Studios, yeah. Obsidian, and Ubisoft of how games should work. Yeah. It was yeah. a real cool game. In front of the show, Dan Amrick taught mm-hmm. me how to spread my butt cheeks at a <laughs> Ubisoft. <laughs> Just stop the, stop the sentence there. <laughs> Period. <laughs> I didn't know. Uh, it's my life is so much better. Master now. of butt cheek <laughs> departure, Dan Amrick. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but again, like. When I played the first South Park game, like I love this so much, mm-hmm. and this is so funny, and it's, it's launching at the worst time. Yeah. Um, Do you think the delay is because of the writing or the actual production of the game? <sighs> I'm gonna I, I imagine the framework to make the game is in place, but like I think Trey and Ma- Trey and Matt probably have a little bit more say about what their game ends up. They're not used to a product that does not launch a week after they start writing it. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine it's hard for them. But the, like done other things. Yeah. But like whenever you read about Team America, yeah. it's like we had to waive our salary. Yeah. yeah. But the stick of <laughs> truth. This movie yeah. made because we didn't know how to do it. The stick of truth is basically an extra season mm-hmm. that you play. Totally. And that like that's a lot of writing. They man. had a, they just came off a season where they literally had to change shit on the fly because true. a different president than everyone expected got and elected. It, uh, so, according to the story, Mister Garrison is a orange faced elected president 
who wants to fuck all the immigrants to death. Yeah. And they're like, we're just not going to do I just anymore. want Mr. Hat back. Oh, Mr. So, Hat. No. So, I mean, I imagine that, yeah, like, things are in disarray, general disarray. Ah. Uh, like, South Park's uh, that, format fucked it, fucked it really hard. Yeah. That spread to the game, I'm more than happy to wait yeah. for whatever has to happen. I mean, it it, mm-hmm. it didn't... I, I haven't been paying attention to previews or, like, how the development is going, but, like, if it's just another, you know, you know, double-digit hour game where you get to have South Park jokes, then, yeah, it's... It's worth the wait, and it will be good because the Stick of Truth was good. South and Park, how, how like yeah. Stick of Truth is the best parody, the best playable parody mm-hmm. I've ever experienced mm-hmm. in my life. Uh, it's it, it makes fun of old RPGs so well. Do you want to eat cheesy poofs or chips? <laughs> they give you different amounts of health. Learn it or don't. Uh, so moving on from a delay to a uh, I guess cancellation oh, no. or never was a game to begin with. Uh, there will be uh, no Skylanders toy to, Toys to Life game in 2017. Oh my what? god! Which I think is like after three or four years of some sort of Skylanders game, there's no one this year, and but, that's kind of just I think kind of a reflection of what, Toys to Life and how they've kind but of. But the fallen world's off the map. landfills are hungry; <laughs> they demand more plastic. Want, so, what will Bradley so Cooper, the American sniper, play with his kids? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> On Laser Time's Facebook group, they they had this. This one week, I, we don't have a dollar store here because we live in San Francisco, and a dollar is uh, worth is toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and dollar stores everywhere have it's just Lego dimensions, huh. and that's the best example of Toys to Life. Mm. I've never wanted to jump on a plane so quickly yeah. because Lego Dimensions is they did not the, discount it here. It is still like thirty dollars yes. a piece. Yeah. It, like, I want to play that Target. Target. I want to get the new Ghostbusters. No, I don't. <laughs> it's thirty dollars. Yeah, I want to play that since the DLC. Uh, and I, I walked through Target. I, I, I walked through Target after hearing that story and didn't see a terrible situation because even some Disney mm. Infinity stuff is there not discounted. Dang uh, that and Best Buy, but. I don't know anything about Skylanders. I yeah. couldn't imagine. That bubble had to burst. What is the last Toys to Life game standing, then? Is None. it nothing? I, I mean, Lego this. Dimensions is, one, is still yeah. releasing new packs. Nope. Oh, they're yeah. not? No, oh. they have not they released just, any new pack. They haven't announced. They, ju- they, well, didn't, they haven't announced they haven't eight annou- months ago. Sorry, they haven't announced new packs, but they're still releasing new packs. Dude, it is over. They just put out over. Lego Batman the movie. When they announced it. I know. Ago, that's what I said. They to it, coincide with a Lego Batman. Yeah, movie. They, they're still releasing the stuff they announced. And I and I and I think they still have the Goonies. Remember, to the come, guys were over here, and I, and I talked to him for a second about Steven Universe. He's like, "Yeah, everybody keeps requesting that. We should probably yeah. uh, mm-hmm. look into that." And like, "Yeah, you said that'd be so awesome to have a Steven Universe game." Ah, fuck. Yeah, I don't have any, I don't have any faith that they'll announce more Lego Dimensions, but they still have some stuff that they've announced that hasn't come out yet. Over. Yeah. Toys to Life is it's it sucks it's yeah. over. It's, I well actually it's, yeah it's the rock band Lego the, Lego Batman like they they just came out with a pack for that this week and it was like immediately discounted and that was like oof that's it's, not good it's sadly over also yeah. stupidly because the original Lego Dimensions came with Lego Batman mm-hmm. the Lego Batman pack does not have Batman. Lego Batman it has Lego yes. Robin mm-hmm. and Lego I think. Um, Batwoman, Batgirl, Batgirl. yeah, yeah, they're Uh, different people. Dave, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. About a year ago, I took an appointment for US Gamer when I was working there about a a new Toys to Life uh, project that hadn't launched yet. It was uh, uh, like the designer of the original Transformers toys was working with all of these story developers to make ninety. I don't think he was that old, but. Like quality toys to life, toys to life you can buy accessories for and like snap together. I don't think it ever happened. Um, well, the, the, uh, the, the, it was the meant Mar- to be played via seasons. The Marvel toys to life thing that wasn't connected to your game console, like the Play Motion or whatever. Mm-hmm. 
like shit the bed real hard. Like the DC MOBA. <laughs> I, well, like well, but but they're they're on in toy aisles, but they're supposed yeah. to be have interactive elements, and they were developed. Again, what Activision I think always wanted mm. to be back in the day was just. I don't. We don't want you mm-hmm. to buy a PS4 or a Wii to play what we're doing. Um, and that's but that shit the bed even harder. Mm. And, and now, like in a section that used to have the play motion shit, mm. is just the Anki mobile stuff. Mm. And if we we just had a laser time out of touch oh, like quiz, Anki Drive. There you go, Michael yeah, like, knows Anki like Drive. Like Anki Herb. No, no, uh, no, nope, like nope, nope. They're uh, what like AI uh, remote control yeah. cars that mm. you can play with with a phone and okay. just need to put on my pants, put mm-hmm. on my shoes. So uh, what are kids playing? What like what are kids playing with now? Well, I think they're still playing and sticks. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, and they're, they're fantastic phones. Nazi jokes on YouTube <laughs> and games. It was just like I think that realization came a little too late and a little too furious of like. Buy all these action. What kid has that budget? It's just you and I. It's, mm-hmm. it's us. Yeah. It's people our age. Yeah. And self-indulgent. And, and well, not self-indulgent, but indulgent parents. Parents, mm. yeah. And that bubble had to burst. I think even three with three people doing that mm. was too much. Mm-hmm. And, and and the best people doing it are the, the Amiibos. The Amiibos. Are Look at your, your wall of Amiibo. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep... keep Scooping them up as they get discounted drastically. There will be, all always the, be more amiibos until the end of time. Do you have all of the pennies on the dollar uh, Animal Crossing amiibo yet? Chris? Oh fuck no, fuck no. Uh, but yes. but I might because those these are, are still eight bucks at Target. Dude, people really? will pay. People oh, wow. will pay you to move those out of like stores in, in like, eight months. <laughs> like it'll be bad. We need to hang gum on these hooks, not amiibo. <laughs> and a pair of GTA stories, uh, along with Lego Indiana Jones. And Hitman Absolution, GTA 4 is now playable on Xbox One via backwards compatibility. Yay. Those are a bunch of games I never thought would make it. I've heard it has problems, though. Oh, that. really? Yeah, yeah. I've noticed uh, Games Radar is pushing its pigeon guide again. On uh-huh. Oh. Attaboy, Michael. What, <laughs> the, the worst collectible in any game, I think. <laughs> yeah. But you can but at least you get them. to shoot them. I guess. Them. But, they're, but they're tiny, movable uh, collectibles that yeah, are yeah. hard to spot. Uh, but also, uh, Take-Two has revealed that GTA 5 has shipped over 75 million copies. Fuck me. That's shipped, so that's not sold, but it's close. It's, no, I mean, are, it's, well, it's still tens of millions of people who have bought GTA Five in some way, shape, or form. If you heard me yelling during game deals, I, I bought the game already. I would like a PS4 PC version, but I can't pay full price mm-hmm. again. And it literally took a year. Yeah. The PC version right now, uh, late game deals, mm-hmm. uh, is $30 with no shark card. Um, it's finally happened. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, but I think the seventy-five million is what roughly a fourth of the population of the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so Wii Sports is eighty-two million. Yeah. Um, and we're almost there. We're almost there. Almost the, there. One of the so one of the highest-selling consoles with one of the highest-selling pack-ins, quote unquote, selling. Oh, yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Uh, so more people. Uh, Sorry, there are more copies of GTA V in the world than people who voted for either uh, either candidate in the Dang. American election this year. Almost three times as many, right? <laughs> or hey, more than three times as many, Listener, right? do you like this show or other shows we do? There have been more copies of GTA sold <laughs> than free episodes of our show downloaded. <laughs> yeah, that's no surprise. Uh, Fuck you! God damn it! <laughs> but it, it's telling that, like... So, the... PS3 and Xbox 360 version came out in 2013. The uh, remasters came out in 2014. In 2016, it was the sixth highest selling game. People still buy GTA all the time. I, I just bought it over Thanksgiving break uh, because it was on sale on Steam. I think for the first time I saw it for $30. Wow. I was like, I, ha- I have to play this game. Yeah. I-, I have to play it. No, it is so excellent. 
And uh, by the time I got it, it had all the, uh, you know, the patches and the upgrades. Ah. So, like, playing in first-person mode, it's like, oh, I'm playing yeah. Gone Home. I can walk through all these houses and look at every book <laughs> yeah. and just explore all these interiors. It's so mm-hmm. amazing in first-person. Uh, yeah, fucking hookers in first-person. <laughs> weird. Experience. I have not done that yet. I'm, a, I'm of two minds about it because, like, on the because on, I don't know a lot about GTA Online, but, like, everyone I talk to in the city when we talk about games, like my Uber driver yeah. or... Like, the Extreme the, Pizza Man. The Extreme Pizza... Yeah. They, they all play GT online religiously. Yeah. The Polygon um, story that I pulled up, it's like, yeah, like people are logging into GTA online more and more. It's mm-hmm. just getting more popular. But it's like it's like this is a live game done right. Yeah. By the most profitable game ever. <laughs> like I don't know that anybody else can mimic what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but the, the most the, the most profitable company off of a video yeah. game ever. I I'm going to stop demanding that they put out like single player DLC for this game. But just, I hope they're working on GTA 6, at least. Of course they are. I, I would think that's do that is years yeah. away. But you can yeah. always Red assume Dead Rockstar too. is always working on the next GTA. Yeah. Like, I remember, like, a few years ago, uh, like, clickbait stories were surfacing. It's like, Rockstar's working on the next GTA. Like, yeah, no shit, dude. Yeah. Of course. We, we were there in that meeting, and I remember, we, like, we both looked at each other. And Disney's like, making another movie. Mm-hmm. And I, we talked about it on the way home, like, well, duh, they're working on the next yeah. one. But, like, do we write about this? He just said it. But I wonder if, like, I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 is going to be great, but, like, can you make a Red Dead online that is even close to... Did as you, popular as Grand Theft Auto. If online. anyone can do it, it's Rockstar. Because but like Grand Theft Auto, like we played. Did you yeah. play Grand Theft Auto Four online? No, that existed. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Uh, I didn't Real love did. it, but like, but it, I would have said, "Can you make Grand Theft Auto Five a persistent experience yeah. for five years?" I would have said, I, "Maybe." I don't think every, so. And they did. Every time so, I look up GTA Five online, it's like, mm-hmm. "What happens if we drive fifty Corvettes into this airplane as it's going down the runway. Yeah, okay. What would happen? One, Can you're you... not looking that up. Two, you're seeing that on a blog. <laughs> They're uh, like Minecraft videos. Almost, it's it's YouTube. It's like, yeah. Uh, yeah. What if we spawn the Titanic in the middle of Los but Santos? But can you do that for Red Dead? Like, let's make this horse run out another horse. And then let's, you want to make yourself, a horse uh, that's the size of the. Map. But we, it's still online <laughs> somewhere. We had a shitload of fun and running around together in mm-hmm. Red Dead for some reason. Like, it's it's a. Weekend beaver hunt <laughs> with your pals from uh, Tidar or Laser Time now. Um, yeah. And that's it for news. No, it's not. What? Oh, no. One more because I wanted to talk Nintendo's first season pass. It's going to be another Bob Holy Mac shit, I forgot about that. Nintendo's first season pass. And yes. it's, it's, okay. it's quintessential Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And I never want to say that word again, but it keeps happening. Um, <laughs> remember when they announced Mario Kart DLC? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Animal Crossing and Link, this is amazing. Yeah, it's coming out in nine months, and the other one's coming out in a year. <laughs> and and they're, they're two kart racers. Will you live long enough to yeah. play this? Yeah, you can get a discount if you buy them both together, but they're not coming out anytime soon. Yeah. And they did the same fucking... I, I, don't, I don't buy season passes anymore. Mm. Because here's the thing. When I'm done with a game, I'm done with a game. Yeah. If you have a story element that wraps it up, I'm done. Yeah. I think uh, RE7 did um, it right. I didn't play yeah. the core game yet, but mm-hmm. I see all the DLCs coming out right around its release date, mm-hmm. which is a really yeah. good idea. Wait, when you really fresh into it. Mm-hmm. But, but like, in Nintendo was like, uh, season pass, $20, you cannot buy them separately. Mm. And it's like, first first wave, new treasure chests. And I'm like, Buh. 
$20 is cheap for a season pass, but it didn't seem like what they had was very substantial. Well, what they have is a mode that they included for free in Twilight Princess that I never fucking heard of. You don't of. want to play that. I've never heard of. Cave, the Cave of... Yeah, don't you need the Amiibo for that, too? I don't know. I think, I, you, need, I, I think you need the uh, the Wolf Amiibo to unlock the, the and, Danger Cave or whatever and then it's they called. Said, the Wolf Amiibo is my favorite Telltale and then, game. <laughs> and then T- TBD, wait, the last pack, new story. I'm like, hmm. I, we don't get... New Zelda story That's ever weird. like yeah. like I would pay tw- I'd pay twenty dollars just for that. I mean, and people uh, people are freaking out about it. I don't think you are, Chris. People are freaking mm-hmm. out, but I think after the Fire Emblem Mobile game, there is. I mean, mm-hmm. they can just do whatever they want now. I mean, they they there is no Nintendo won't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. Conversation to be had. Like they released their mobile waifu game. Well, where you download high res wallpapers of things you want to fuck. <laughs> and uh, I, I was working. And then you the pub- fuck the wallpaper. Exactly. I was working on the publisher end uh, at the time, but like. Apparently the the guys who make money say we need to make DLC and mm. we got to figure out how to make that work and then I just remember looking at 3DS and it's like Wario juggling coins and like DLC <laughs> why are you calling it DLC like you, like most people call it extended experiences yeah. or like uh, how to how to add on your game expansion you packs. think it's something you had to do to keep up with the world yeah and like <laughs> one there's something nice about Zelda being a self-contained experience too uh, not uh, season passes. Has anybody loved the season pass? Mm. It does mm-hmm. make things a little easier. And it's like I don't have to think about whether or not I want to buy this. I'll well, just get it all when, automatically. When you don't care about money, yeah, mm. yeah. Then, yeah. I mean, often the it's game also is... always a little bit cheaper than it is to like buy all the DLC separately. It's mm. a third of the game, so it's, in a way, it's taking a, a third or a quarter yeah. of the yeah. game. But if you're patient, the game of the year edition usually defeats all of that, where yeah. you just get everything at once for like thirty dollars or forty dollars. But that's if you don't, if you want to wait a year. Uh, yeah. Breath of the Wild is going to win any game of the year. Awards, yeah, so. it, it, it's going to suck. It won't because it won't surprise anybody how great it is, and I say that as someone trying <laughs> to be skeptical and fair. Uh, but it is a Zelda. I game. pre-ordered it for Wii U. I'm I'm, I'm there day Dude, one. Dude, I got the master yep. edition. Oh, yeah. oh which man. doesn't come with a fucking season pass. You're gonna have to go through like three extra menus to get that season pass. <laughs> I pre-ordered it for Wii U and Switch, but because it, I'm an idiot. Wow. A twenty dollars season pass with really really insubstantial content, mm. and a, yeah. a lot of people are really really mad and like. I understand that. I would say I would pay twenty dollars for like. Do you have a ten-hour extension to mm-hmm. to sell the game? Hmm. I'd pay twenty. I'd pay I mean, uh, the 50 Mario cents Kart an hour. The Mario Kart Eight DLC was so good. I would have kept so paying fun. every six months yeah. for a new yeah. uh, set of courses, two new characters. No, I, like, make understand. that a subscription. Make Mario Kart a subscription service. I will pay. It's Nintendo such a great game. Nintendo doesn't understand DLC, but that was the best example of like yeah. Nintendo. Like, well, we're going to make this worth everybody's money. Yeah, like, we're going to rescore this F Zero level. Yeah. F Zero. It's the only. It's like we're like, going to bring in a live orchestra to make a jazz version of the F Zero song and, and excite. Like, yes. and, uh, yeah, it was great. Though the um, the, the Smash Brothers mm-hmm. Wii U DLC was kind of a mess. Like, it was really, they, yeah. I don't know if they even had a season pass, but it was like... It, I couldn't well, even figure out how to buy it, honestly. Yeah, because yeah, like, you, could, you could buy the characters, like the extra characters, but you could also buy outfits for your Miis. Your Mario and RPG outfits. And it's like... It's, oh, the Gino, the, yeah, the fabled Gino outfit. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, because they couldn't... I, I don't know if they couldn't get the rights to Gino for... Oh, they own Gino. Lock, okay. stock, and barrel. Okay. Oh, I love but it was just so, like, there were so many different options. I was just like, if you'd give me a season pass and made it, like, a decent amount cheaper than buying everything outright, then I would, I might have done it, but I'm, I bought nothing because I just thought there were so many stupid options that I just, I, I, I didn't I think, bother. I think it's evident how, hard, how far we've come, mm. that, like... People wanted to expand the life of their game and keep updating it and finance that via DLC, whereas 
there are so many things to play right now. Why the fuck do I want to mm-hmm. play this again for mm-hmm. two hours a year from now? I can't even imagine yeah. that. I, I just can't. I, I see a fucking like uh, like a like a like a, a Blu-ray. Oh, here's some mm-hmm. Avengers bloopers. Like, I don't have time for that shit. I'm like, you always have time for <laughs> Avengers bloopers. I yeah, I think shit. the closer you get to the release, the better with that stuff. Yeah. yeah. But people will complain more, like, why wasn't this on the disc? Why wasn't this included with the game? Like, I, you really can't win with it's this. It's not thing. a but, disc but, when it comes to Switch. It's a, uh, uh, it's a card. That's a catch. It's just people, like the I, I've seen people both incensed, but like, oh, yeah, Nintendo, <laughs> whatever they want, I'll, I'll give them money. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, look forward uh, to Switch yeah. shortages. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we should get into the community segment. Uh, I'm drunk. Which we've been waiting for for a couple weeks. Yeah, it's really been segmenting the community. Yeah, oh my God. The last question of the week, which was I th- two or three weeks ago, yeah. was what are your five favorite games of all time? We got shit tons yeah. of responses to this. Oh Army my Man. God. Army Men 1, Army Men 2. Yeah. Army Men 2. No one Sarge asked me about my favorite yeah. games of all time. Uh, Army Men, oh, Sarge's yeah. Heroes, uh, Give Me Two. Portal they are Runner. all Hyperdimension Neptunia games, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> I respect God that. I respect that. <laughs> Listen, get past the pedophilia, and it's a great <laughs> RPG. Wait, which ones came with body pillows? Because um, I wanted those. They all did. Oh, nice. And if you ever wanted a fucking Xbox, here I you go. I never wanted to own the search term Bob Mackie body pillows. So hard. <laughs> so hard. You'll would you pose for those if somebody yeah, wanted to uh, buy them? I would want a, like, a, a nice a, like, like, shonen version of myself. Uh-huh. You know, I've seen Bob's in his hair. hair. He's like the fucking he, he's the tiger beat uh, game journalist right now. <laughs> I'm the Justin Bieber of laser time. It's true. It's true. Uh, so the first response in the forums was from Little Deuce Deuce. Who said, I love RPGs, so my list would be Baldur's Gate 2, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy 4, Dragon Warrior 4, and more recently, Shadowrun Dragonfall. Shadowrun Dragonfall is the perfect retro sequel because it takes the clever writing and memorable characters I associate with old Bioware Infinity Engine RPGs and streamlines the whole experience down to a more playable length. I'm loving the crowdfunding CRPG renaissance right now. Oh yeah, if you're into that, I mean, there are so many great revivals oh, of, yeah. of great things like uh, God. Uh, pl- is it Planescape? I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. There's a Planescape revival. Um, I thought there was. Hmm. I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Uh, Captain and Arn said The Sims is not only my favorite game, but all only my most uh, nostalgia-inducing and even influential game. Uh, in a youth saturated uh, with shooters uh, and platformers, along came The Sims. Uh, in all its quirky, urinating glory. <laughs> Nowadays, there are literally dozens of expansion packs stemming from uh, three Sims sequels. But back then, there was really nothing like it. It was such a novel, no-brainer idea at the time. Build and play with a virtual dollhouse. Uh, but when Will Wright and the original Maxis team decided to pack so much charm and cheekiness into what would uh, have been uh, an awkward plastic people simulator, that's when it imprinted itself on the hearts of millions of kids everywhere. Not just gamers, mind you everyone. He's not wrong. It was really fun to build those houses and then trap everyone in bathrooms where they would die. (laughs) That's urinating glory right there. Uh, Hey buddy, you gotta slow your car down let me in. Said uh, number five, Fallout 3. First time playing a Fallout game and I absolutely loved it. It was the first game I ever bought DLC for. Number four, Rocket League. It's the definition of fun. Every time I tell friends it's a soccer game where you control cars with rocker... with... uh, you control rocket-powered cars. They're always in. Number three, Binding of Isaac. This is endless fun, and I've purchased it on the Wii U, PS Vita, PS4, PS PC, and soon on iOS. It's real $20. good. Twenty ninety nine. 
Uh, number two, TMNT Arcade, the Thank, NES version. God, I thought this guy was nine mm. years old up until this <laughs> uh, More nostalgia but any, than anything, but every time I see a screenshot, I have to play it. The music, the gameplay, the levels, everything is excellent. It's two extra levels, I think. Excellent. Uh, number one, Super Mario Brothers 3. I can play this game over and over and have and purchase this multiple times. I have it on the Wii, Wii U, 3DS, even though it's not cross-play. And on the NES Mini. I have six copies physically. I don't know why. Wow. And it's the best Mario game ever made. Were there no Mario games on your top 20? I didn't think there were. Mario 64. Yeah. Oh, 64. Okay. 64. Yeah. yeah. I would choose Yoshi's Island, but that's just me. <laughs> uh, so Nuke Ninja Real said, uh, number five, Monster Hunter for you. Uh, without, hey. hy- without hyperbole, Monster Hunter brought me closer to my friends, closer to my wife, and was a light in the darkness during tough times. Not having this on a Laser Time Games list makes me sad. I'm I will sorry, say, but but Brett's uh, reaction to being rejected was so much funnier than if it, it. Made it was it great. On. But you're both that's wrong. That's my number one game of all time. Yeah. Is Brett's uh, going apocalyptic? Brett, about it. <laughs> Brett and Nuke Ninja. I'm sorry, Brett and Nuke Ninja are wrong because Generations is even better. Play Generations. <laughs> it? It's so good. It's so much better than Four. I, and I, I my, love I For You. My key. Oh, it's so great. You have your. Uh, 3DS here? Let's do this. Okay, I have it on my 3DS. So Nuke and Jiggles on to say, number four, Street Fighter 2. It's not the best or most refined, but to me, it's still the best. The art style changed how I draw, and when it was released, I was obsessed over it, as was I. I literally thought we would oh, have yeah. an argument over which Street Fighter 2 would be in the it, top 20. Yeah, except we ended up doing, having Street Fighter yeah. 3. Michael made and a compelling we, argument. Because I was the only one to put Street Fighter anywhere. I thought somebody else list. would. I didn't it want It should have been Super it. Street Fighter 2 arcade. Really? Uh, Yes, so uh, number three is Super Mario 64. I was in high school. I just got jaw surgery that kept me at home and on the couch. (laughs) And my mom bought me an N64, SM64, and Pilot Wings. What more can be said about SM64? There's an entire Retronauts about it. Please listen to it. That's my plug. It's why we didn't bother to talk about it. No one (laughs) felt the need to argue. There's 90 minutes about it on Retronauts. Everyone in the studio and in our audience just agreed, like, yes, this is an excellent Fine, move on. on. DuckTales is shit. We all nodded at once. On our Patreon exclusive uh, breakdown (laughs) where we actually ranked the top 20, we went into more about why we loved Super Mario 64 on that. Because it was one of those, like, three people had nominated it, so it automatically went through. And spoiler, it ranked pretty high. It's a good game. So uh, Nuke Ninja goes on to say, number two, Gradius 3. I'm a big fan of the Gradius that I wear officially licensed Gradius 30th anniversary fucking shoes. That's crazy. Oh. The weird thing is that as individual games, they aren't necessarily strong. Regardless, three stalls music I hum to this day. And number one is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I want it there, buddy. It was between this and four. I understand Brett's argument for Dawn, but Symphony of the Night changed my life. Beautiful, bizarre, silly, and dramatic. And my friends and I still ask, what is a man? Uh Whenever we see each other. What is a man? There is some blasphemy about not picking a game with a Belmont, though. But since I just played through this again a few weeks ago, it's too legendary to pass. And that is it. If you for don't remember Michael's argument, hmm. Symphony of the Night doesn't have a whip. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a gasoline. I would also go with Donosaurus. Also, Chris didn't put it on his list yeah. for some reason. He just insisted that it should be considered. But it's like putting Madden 2017 <laughs> on like one of the best games ever. The last Castlevania uh-huh. game. Was I'm an Aria of Sorrow or Donosaurus boy. I love uh, mm. Symphony of the Night, but I feel like it's a little. Portion too messy. of Ruin or GTFO. <laughs> <laughs> 
KSO said, I started listening to the show a few months ago. Oh, God. Uh, I am making my first comment now because I felt compelled to share my five favorite games of all time. Hi, KSO. Five, Rhythm Heaven Fever Wii. While the game itself (laughs) is really great, listening to the soundtrack (laughs) always kept my spirits up, especially when I get into a downer mood. The effect alone is enough to propel this game to my top five. YouTube flock step. Mm-hmm. The was this best... the one I played with you in arcades in Japantown? Uh, that was uh, that was actually Rhythm Heaven 1 for GBA. Mm-hmm. But it was yeah. the arcade version. Mm-hmm. It was, mm-hmm. but uh, this is like the fourth game in the series. I'm sorry, third. Uh, Gradius 5 PS2. The Gradius series has always been my, always been my favorite series of shooters and treasure was one of my favorite developers. I didn't know they did a Gradius. It's infuriating to know that this exists. Because yeah. I think it, it can all fit on a CD and play in a PlayStation 1. <laughs> wow. Uh, Gradius 5. Yeah, mm. probably. Uh, seeing the two come together to create a fantastic game was a thing of beauty. Uh, three, We Love Katamari, yes. PS2. Yeah. I was HD obsessed. remake. Why didn't that make it onto our list? I, I When I saw this, I regretted like. Yep. Didn't I put Katamari on that list? Because I would have chosen one over the, for the soundtrack. I would have, too. But he's right. Two is the better game. Sure. Yeah. They're both uh, fantastic. I was obsessed with the original Katamari Damashi for about a year, then the sequel comes, and made the formula even better with the refined rolling mechanics and a wider variety of goals yeah. to make the gameplay interesting. Uh, to Sin and Punishment, wow. star successor for Wii, a fantastic rail shooter that plays really well with the pointer controls. In fact, the game is so good <laughs> that it spoiled right. other rail shooters for me except Res to the point where I do not get excited about that genre anymore. Hmm. This is the best game in the rail shooter genre, the best game made by Treasure, and the best game on the Wii. Wow. Shit. One, Super Mario World 2, oh, Yoshi's Island. Yes. <laughs> SNES. <laughs> Even though the game is branded as a Mario game, the game plays nothing. What? Mario games usually play... Oh, the game plays nothing like Mario games usually play, and yet the gameplay does not feel out of place for the series. True, true. The level designs are creative, and Yoshi's controls feel right for the level design, Bob. KSO is Bob Mackey's shoe-in of the week. (laughs) (laughs) No, fuck Yoshi's. That's a big shoe. Uh, Frantic Society said, I've been listening since episode one. Love you guys. Thanks for all you do. My top five games of all time are number five, Minecraft. I'm I now so I, I mean, know when you think Minecraft, you think kids wrong. of kids playing it, but when it was first in Alpha, my friends and I ran a hundred person server together. I spent the better part of a year uh, in college playing that dumb little sandbox game with a really great group of people. I still love it to this day. Yes, I also love Minecraft. It was like the original survival game. Uh, sure, yeah. Four is Metal Gear Solid 3. Just love everything about this game. The setting, the camo shit, the wacky Kojima-ass cutscenes. It's just a blast to play, and you gotta love that boss battle at the end. And with the end, I would say. Yeah. Uh, number Fantastic. three, Uncharted 2 or 4. Nah, I can't, cancel two games. Fuck <laughs> can't decide between the two. I know it's cheating, but they're both on the equal level, both on an equal level in my mind. They're just amazing games. Hey, number two. Yoshi's Island. Oh. Great graphics, amazing gameplay, touch fuzzy, get dizzy. <laughs> and number one, Super Mario World. This game is just pure bliss. It's challenging in all the right ways and has perfect gameplay. I've been playing it since I can remember, and I still play it all the time. It's just the greatest game ever made. If I was on a desert island or whatever the fuck, I would just bring a copy of this game and play it over and over. It's so now, good. that I'm sad I didn't nominate. I thought uh, I could get one Mario game, and I could say now I could cast Mario 3, mm-hmm. 2, 1. 
into the wind <gasps> for forever for, for world forever for world yeah, world for sure. plays a tiny bit better it's amazing yeah like, in, in, in the cape alone is just like the sports car power and just the right. extra stuff you can do like yeah. the alternate exits then the star world have, and then the I alternate have, world that I, you I create. have the memories of like I have everything memorized. Oh, me too. And, but but that that was us looking at a game screen, trying to like an archaeologist mm-hmm. dig a game apart mm-hmm. uh, when it came out forever. But it still plays better than all the other. And 2D it blew Mario's. Sonic One out of the water. <laughs> it did. Sorry, folks. Uh, Earthworm Bimmy. That's gotta be hey. the new guy. Earthworm Bimmy. <laughs> By the way, it's a wonderful insight. That person's joke. icon on the forums is Earthworm Jim. With Billy from Double Dragon's Head. Billy. Oh my god, that's great. Um, watch Bimmy. Bimmy YouTube channel. Bimmy, uh, Jesus Christ. Bimmy, Bimmy from um, uh, Double Dragon 3. I've played way too many games to narrow it down to five, but off the top of my head, five. Walking Dead Season 1. There's probably a bunch of other games I'd put uh, here, but I want to give this a special mention. And that's what happens mm. when you end up trying to make a list. Yeah. You try and champion things that mm-hmm. you don't think will be in a list. Yes. Yep. Um, and this probably deserves it. So it's going at number five. It's the only game that made me cry, and uh, not like a single tear deal. I was <laughs> literally crying. Uh, it was messy. I got uh, really attached to Lee and Clem and the last scene of them Aww. together. What happens in this, that scene <laughs> broke me down. Uh, number four, The Last of Us. Amazing story, acting, music, atmosphere. Just awesome. Hope the sequel does it justice. Number three, God Hand. Yeah. Uh, I've beaten it way too many times. I know all the enemy placements and attacks, all the boss battles, all the dumb dialogue. I have the music running through my mind constantly, and yet it still kicks me in the ass every time. It's a great game. I try to uh, go mm. back. To me, it is the best fighting system in any action game ever. Uh, might not be as fluid as Bayonetta or DMC, but it's more fun. Uh, again, IMO. It's honestly the game I think of most on a daily basis. It fills me with rage, <laughs> but I love every second of it. Number two, Zelda. Does he mean the original? If I had to choose one, I would have to go with the Ocarina of Time 3DS. Thank you. That was the one I tried to mm-hmm. uh, nominate. Get in there. It's the same game, but better. That's all I need. But uh, And the 3D was actually good, but hmm. not really gimmicky to me. But it, did I say that on the show? I, I'm drunk now, and I was drunk then. <laughs> uh, that it, was a, it, was a, it wasn't just a 3D remake. They... It has new poly counts, meaning right. they can add new poly counts again uh-huh. tomorrow, yeah. and we can have this game again. And th- this will still be the better Zelda. Yeah, but game. you were pitching us on the promise of a Switch. Yeah, Zelda. that was. <laughs> oh, did I? That was Lyle you in yes. the fucking like? <laughs> There's nothing on Earth like a Zelda 3DS version. Ported to no, Switch. It was, it was more than what like, is that? Ocarina of Time. Switch. Yeah. I, Let's just say the unannounced Prince. Switch version is the best game I, I game. played new It'll remasters. It'll come up before the FF7 remake. Anyways. Last year of, of of Twilight Princess and Majora's Mask, and those <laughs> games don't belong there at yeah. all. They're they're kind of bad. <laughs> uh, Wind Waker, maybe. I can, mm. You could make that argument, mm-hmm. but I think I think Ocarina of Time, that's what Zelda is. Number one says hey. I'm Earthworm Bimmy. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Metal, Metal Gear Solid 3? Yeah. Yeah, number one. <laughs> Number one is uh, Earthworm Bimmy. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Earthworm <laughs> Bimmy. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 3. That's my favorite game by Doug, Doug 10 Bimmy. Uh, Earthworm Bimmy says, I've beat it uh, 15 times and still manage to find wow. new stuff every time. Blending in with camo, hunting animals, killing people with forks, seeing hidden things in cutscenes, making bosses throw up, killing a boss by moving the PS2 clock ahead, killing the same boss early in the game so you don't bump into him later. He's talking about the end, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, killing that, uh, faking death to confuse guards, etc. Oh yeah, and uh, the amazing in, uh, intimate story that wasn't too insane like MGS2 or mm. 4. Yeah. Bleh. 
Excellent. Uh, I'll get the next one. Triskitable said, well, I can't nail it down to a T, but I can try. Number five, Battlefield, Halo, Call of Duty. I love shooters, but if I picked any, it they'd does. all be on this list. Mm. Anyone who knows me knows this. Uh, number four, Mass Effect 2. Oh. Any of the loyalty missions could have been considered the best moments of any RPG, Agreed. but Mass Effect 2 tops itself repeatedly. Mm-hmm. Number three, Bloodborne. Excellent choice, dude. Anyone who's played this game knows exactly why I'd want it to li- on this list. Number two, Splinter Cell Chaos Theory, the ultimate stealth game. Amon Tobin's incredible soundtrack doesn't hurt either. I'm sorry if I, if I slaughtered that name. It Number wasn't one. the first time you encountered the name. It really is. Beautiful. I, I liked uh, Tobin's Tubin soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is Beautiful Joe. It's wow. the rare game. Uh, it's rare that a game from your childhood holds up this well, but 14 years later, it's still just as fun to play now as when I was six. And I want to point God. out that Triskitable was born in 1997. Good lord! Ah, good. The quirky humor, stylized visuals, and phenomenal soundtrack are clear factors in this game's longevity, and the fact that it can be played flawlessly via the Dolphin emulator only adds to that joy. Not to mention that, like many other Clover slash Platinum titles, it still kicks my ass. It really does. This is a very hard game. Only on its lowest difficulty can Beautiful Joe be considered quote-unquote easy, and even then, it's still uh, quite a challenging game. Uh, smooth Bimmy Apollo. Oh my god. <laughs> With a lock smooth of the week. Smooth Bimmy Apollo. Bimmy Apollo. With a bock of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Says, Earthbound, throughout my life I found that works of art that heavily feature humor oftentimes move me emotionally far more than any tearjerker. You know that warm, fuzzy feeling you get during the do it for her moment from the Simpsons episode and Maggie makes three? That's how I felt. That's how I feel playing Earthbound. By the way, uh, like Smooth Bimmy Apollo uh-huh. ranked them oppositely. So number yeah. one, this Earthbound is number one. Then it yeah. goes down to number five. I'm not reading them in reverse. Yes. Uh, the world ends with you. It's really I, good. I love ultra dense RPGs that burst at the seams with tons and tons of mostly superfluous systems and Twoey offered just that. Uh, alongside a fantastic story that really moved me emotionally, a great cast of diverse characters, and an amazing soundtrack. Even if I almost went cross-eyed fighting as two different characters simultaneously across two screens, I had way too much fun to care. 3. Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. This game has been discussed to death. So I'll just share a personal anecdote. The House of Skulchula, a direct, a derelict shanty inhabited by <laughs> a once rich family, mm-hmm. inhabited by a once rich family now cursed to live as horrific spider-human hybrid abominations, scared me so much as a kid that even though I collected dozens of gold Skulchula tokens, I never claimed any of the rewards. Man, if Ocarina of Time took place now, that would be a reality show. Like, it's the House of Skulltulas. <laughs> We're just Skulltulas. You, you, you gotta out. go in and claim your rewards. I'm a Skulltula. I'm gonna have a baby. Skulltula <laughs> didn't clean his belt. <laughs> uh, for Super Smash Bros. Melee is undoubtedly the superior entry in terms of high-level competitive play, but in terms of my own nostalgia, Brawl takes the cake. It had an amazing roster of fighters, including Solid Snake, Sonic, and Captain Olimar, a simple but still very effective level editor, and an ultra fan servicey single-player campaign that uh. featured some amazing crossover cutscenes. Yeah, written by mandatory. the writer of Final Fantasy VII, actually. Oh, well. Those cutscenes, yeah. Huh. And finally, Left 4 Dead 2... Between Resident Evil 5 and Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, I killed hundreds of thousands of zombies with my best friend throughout high school. Left 4 Dead 2 expanded upon the already fantastic gameplay of the original with new enemies, exotic locales, ridiculous weaponry, and fun game modes, 
all of which demanded new strategies and fighter teamwork from the players. I, I miss Left 4 Dead yeah, so much. Yeah, I, I think my biggest regret from the top 20 was that I did nominate Left 4 Dead 1 or 2. Yep. And uh, Raccoon... People were wondering, like, people tried to calculate it together and you were missing one. What? Yeah, there was one missing from your list. Uh, when, wait, when I counted the top 20? When everybody counted the top 20, did you have it on there and not say it? What, Left 4 Dead? Yeah. No, wait, I... I because mind, because there were it. there were multiple games that there were games that had multiple nominations and we didn't say like oh three people nominated this one two people nominated this one it's it's I actually I can't verify that right, right. okay but right. uh, I'll, uh I'll, I'll, let me read Raccoon Hale uh marathon number five marathon two Durandal many do not know of this game's existence oh. but growing up all I had was a Mac so no Doom or Quake for me. Yeah. Instead, I got Bungie's... You're not think- qualified to speak. <laughs> Instead, I had Bungie's Thinking Man Shooter telling a story through text with one of the best por- portrayals of an AI character ever. I had a Mac, and I played the shit out of mm. Marathon 2, and it is excellent. Ah. Uh, number four is Warcraft 3. This I, guy's never held a controller in his life! Uh, I started playing Warcraft when I was too little to understand strategy. By the time Warcraft 3 came along, I fell in love with all strategy games. I really feel that Warcraft peaked with this entry, with four diverse races, each playing dramatically differently, hero units with special abilities, which laid the groundwork for MOBAs, and an amazing story arc that is uh, that is the best Warcraft game ever, and quite possibly Blizzard's best strategy game ever. P.S. StarCraft 2 is kind of garbage. Uh, number three, Perfect Dark. Let's be real. GoldenEye is actually kind of shit. The campaign has multiple levels that are just tedious, and the multiplayer, while fun at the time, really got old fast. Fortunately, Rare iterated on the idea and created an amazing game at the tail end of the N- N64. I love this game. Number two, uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Not the best Zelda ever. That's Wind Waker. But I played this one so much, my brother and I adapted challenges to keep it interesting. Did you ever beat Zelda with only the original three heart containers? Damn. Is Zelda the final boss? <laughs> uh, number one, Red Dead Redemption. The best ever. Cool. I get this one. Uh, so, Semi Fracky said, uh, he's very brief, uh, he or she. Number five, Persona 4 Golden. I- I'm with you, dude. Uh, number four, Shinobi 3 for the Genesis. Number three, Fantasy Star 2 for the Genesis. Number two, Shining Force 2 for the Genesis. There's, I see I, a pattern. There's a trend here. <laughs> uh, number one, wow, Mega Man Legends. I know the fans probably made your life a living hell at Capcom. Chris has left the room. Yeah. <laughs> and I know <laughs> that part three will never see the light of day. But Mega Man Legends uh, is one of the only games that I will play start to finish on almost a yearly basis. It has fun characters, great dungeons, and it still looks great 20 years later. I have a great time with it every time I boot it up, and that's why Mega Man Legends is still the best game in the entire Legend of Zelda franchise. <laughs> wow, it is it's very Zelda-like. Yeah. Uh, we have a few uh, video and audio answers. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, let's start with Lightwatch. What's my top five favorite games? Well, number one's got to be Chrono Trigger. Game's a classic. Uh, I first played it when I was in fifth grade and had no idea what I was getting into. By the time I was finished, I was crying tears of joy of how beautiful that was. Uh... It, number two has got to be Fallout 1. I was familiar with the Fallout series before playing it. However, I was amazed by its isometric roots, and I love the atmosphere of that game. Number three has got to be Undertale. He's biking, because by the way. the utter, like, feels it produces, man. Oh, the feels. <laughs> unmatched by other games. It's not very often that a game comes around with that kind of emotional impact. I'll agree. Uh, Number three, number four, has got to be 
Monster Hunter series. I've invested oh. over a thousand hours in that stuff. I love Whoa. it, but I've got to stop playing it, and I'm hoping I can keep up my uh, break in the addiction when Monster Hunter Double Cross comes out or whatever the next one is. Uh, number five is going to be an indie game you guys probably have not heard of called Lisa the Painful. I've heard of it. It's about as emotionally compelling as Undertale, but in the opposite direction, so it's very depressing. Mm-hmm. But great. Honorable mentions have got to be Ocarina of Time, Earthbound, The Elder Scrolls Oblivion, and Uni Racers. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Unicycle! Holy shit! Uni Racers. Whoa! Well, that's all. He's on a unicycle? Have a great week, VGA. Uh-huh. Wow. wow. Unfortunately, wow. he's disqualified for exercising, so... Uh, <laughs> you don't know games. Yes, and Pixar destroyed Uniracers because of uh, copyrights and whatnot. Like, we what? have the only sentient unicycle ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. Is they really? Yeah, that's why you don't see Uniracers anymore. They oh, sued. Wow. Yeah. They sued. Damn. Uh, Aziz Two-Way Jerry's... Vi- uh, ah, Aziz. Aziz Two-Way Jerry has a video. Talking Oscars, man. Uh, hey there, VGA. This is Aziz, and... Um, <clears throat> I'm here to answer the question of the week. And so, first of all, uh, the first game is going to be Hatsune Miku Project Diva F. And it's an amazing game. It's not for degenerates like some SJW US gamer reviewer would say. Oh, oh my god. god. Is this Pete Davidson? Uh, uh, second game is um, uh, the Hyperdimension of Tunia Mark II. <laughs> uh, we're expanded on the mythology and the gameplay of the original Hyperdimension of Tunia before the series ran to the ground with Hyperdimension of Tunia Victory and Mega Dimension of Tunia 7. Uh, 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 and the third game is uh, 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 Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Um, uh, I actually don't understand the game. I bought it in Japanese to support it, the artistic vision of the original artist for the move the vagina bones from the North American version. <laughs> and uh, uh, last but not least is the uh, Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball uh, 3. Yeah. Really good. Uh, Worthy uh, number two. Uh, that game is uh, fun. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, these are the top five games of all time for me personally. There were four. Uh, 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 but you're asking, uh, but wait, you only listed four. Well, actually, the fifth game is my cripplingly depressing life, and I play that every day. Uh, 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 Thank you so much for watching this video. Uh, 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 Have a good day. Man, I love you, Z. That was a lovely, high-level troll. I salute you, sir. I feel like Aziz knew I was going to be on this episode. (laughs) It felt targeted towards me, but in a a great way. Thank you, Aziz. Good old Membin Sane Rain has the following to say. Okay, that's enough of that. Number five. Halo Reach. The Halo franchise was one that showed me great online multiplayer with a unique and intriguing campaign, and Bungie showed how much it loved its own creation by making their final Halo game the best in one of the greatest console first-person shooter series to date. Number four. Shadow of the Colossus. Never before has a game given a monumental task with such little to go on. Defeat 16 titanic colossi, each with his own unique and intricate strategy, with nothing more than your sword, bow, and trusty steed. And with its jaw-dropping visual design and orchestral score, this is one game that truly lives up to the name Epic. Number three. Okami. With a beautiful visual style, vastly detailed world, gorgeous musical score, and strong and engaging story, Okami is my top pick when it comes to describing video games as art. A perfect flow of beauty and design. 
Pokemon HeartGold. There's no bones about it, I was the right age when Pokemon came out. And Pokemon Gold was the perfect game to catch them all. So when it was remade on the Nintendo DS as Pokemon Heart Gold, all that perfection was kept and built upon with the best Pokemon content available. The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay, I know this one is obvious, but only having a Sega Genesis growing up, video games were more or less just a fun pastime for me. But when I got a Nintendo 64, Ocarina of Time showed me that video games can have vast worlds to explore, epic battles to fight, and be great adventures to behold, making it my favorite video game of all time. Oh, and uh, for all the quiet nights at work, the long road trips, and the times when I just need to have a laugh. Thank you, guys. And happy 200 Aww. episodes. Aww. That's great. Thank, Thank you. you. Love you, man. Same rain. <laughs> and finally, it's our favorite farm man, Galatin Carhart. Call him a farm boy, but he's more of a farm Hello, Video Game Apocalypse. This is Galatin Carhart, Jason here, back on the farm, finally. From yeah! Virginia, back in Kentucky. Sorry. And I was thinking about this week's question of the week. Now, I'm, I'm pondering it as I'm riding vet. Uh, here's here's vet. Oh, this is this guy right here. He's riding a horse. We're in the arena. There's there's the oldest over there on her horse. So, as, I, as I'm riding, I'm pondering what are my five favorite games of all time. And what I'm going to say is, first and foremost, it, it might be silly. It's a lot of nostalgia, I know, but my favorite game of all time is Super Mario Brothers 2. Wow! It's a good one. Love it. Love it. So, second one is uh, Zelda Ocarina of Time. Woo! That's the first real game that I just spent hours and hours and hours and hours playing. Loved it. Played it over and over and over again. Love it. Still today. Um, Third, I'm going to say is like, I'll just say in general, Pokemon. But if I got to pick one specifically... I gotta say that I'm really digging Sun and Moon, also You're because Daddy. the oldest <laughs> over there, she's playing my version of Sun. No, Moon. She's playing Moon, and I'm playing Sun. Um, she's further along than I am, but we both are enjoying it. And it just seems easy. Even the youngest one has been playing the demo over and over again. So we just enjoy that. And then you got... Um, I'll say the the uh, the Rocksteady uh, Batman games, Arkham mm. games. Mm. And if I gotta pick one that's my favorite, I'm gonna say City. I know some of y'all like Arkham Asylum. I like City. Lastly, Overwatch. Love Overwatch. Just got some of the Chinese New Year junk and mm. love it every bit of it. Anyways, that's about it from the farm. Oh, horse is pooping. I gotta go clean <laughs> it in a second. Oh, y'all man. take it easy from the farm. See you later. I, a diverse list About and a beer. horse shitting. Yeah. Why can't, were can't there? More. Thanks, everybody who responded. I know we couldn't get to everyone. Yeah, there so were sorry. a lot of answers. I really appreciate your passion yeah, coming really out good. and answering this. It was such a visual answer. I wish you could smell his answer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there were no Harvest Moon games on there or Stardew Valley. Yeah. I mean, well, maybe he or lives farming. it. Get it now in the Humble yeah. Bundle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, I'll do that. So, new question of the week. If you could uh, ship, which is to say, male, put in a relationship any two video game characters, uh, whether they're from the same series or not, who would it be? Uh, Chris, you said you had one? I do! I am sick of the daisification of mm. Daisy. Uh, Pauline has moved mm. on. She's a mother of eight. Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> we, we we don't need to care, but 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 uh, Daisy deserves better because she's technically when that ponytail hotter than Princess Peach. Uh, we deserve to set her up a Sonic. I have the amiibos to prove it that it can work. Um, I would like to see Daisy and Sonic get up together because Amy Rose. Uh, <laughs> we're done with that, right? <laughs> Everybody has a first love. Your second mm-hmm. love should be Daisy, Sonic and Daisy together forever. I, w- I would put together uh, Shadow the Hedgehog and Bass from the Mega Man series. <laughs> Bass. Ah. You know, it's Bass. It's Bass. It's Bass. I heard Mega they, Man say it in eight. It's all about that Bass. Bass. They are not enemies okay. from what I've heard. What, what, Bass in trouble? Yeah. Well, they're dog and... Oh, fuck it. I'm done! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Shadow and, and Bass or sh- Bass and Mega why Man? Must, why must we fight? We are not enemies. Ah, the the yes. immortal line from Mega Man 8 or X4? Of course. Yeah. Why I thought, are we fighting? I thought, the, I thought the immortal line was, that's a good question. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> what, Mega yeah, Man? Mega Man. Mega Man. I'm going to say Goro from Mortal Kombat and Dahalsim from Street Fighter because... The shit they can do with their hands oh, is going to oh, be man. that's going to be fun. Man, I want to watch their it. Their sexual exploits will be the thing of, of envy for the Jim it's, Henson workshop. It's going to be like watching Goro play with a Stretch Armstrong. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to say uh, Link from Legend of Zelda Ooh. and Princess Midna, the titular Twilight Ooh. Princess. Because that, that is a good ship. In the, the fucking underage ghost. In the ten seconds you see her as a as a humanoid uh, right, figure, right. she is banging, and that's what uh, I'll give my vote. That for. almost made it onto the tragic romances, and I kind of wish it had, just because it would have been one. Spoiler, where nobody dies. Yeah, they have a better relationship b- between uh, themselves than he does with Zelda in yeah. any game. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, like This is this is the clearest romance in any Zelda game ever. And then she just leaves him. Yeah. So sad. It's fed, yeah. Mm. But what, what two game characters would you ship? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. First person to answer by posting a new thread with the question and answering it gets read first on next week's show. Alternately, you can answer under the comments for episode, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, 201. Unfathomable. On VigiGameApocalypse.com. So that's been our show. Let's go out with some plugs. Bob, you're Mm. the special guest. What do you got? Oh, boy. You can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo and challenge me there, too. (laughs) I am also on other podcasts, such as Retronauts. It's a classic gaming podcast every Monday, a new episode about classic games. Go to Retronauts.com. If you like this episode of VGA, please listen to our Bart versus the Space Mutants episode of Retronauts. It's me, Chris, and Henry talking about that game for 45 minutes. Uh, It was was worth it. We just did a stream of... Oh, Dave yeah. and I versus one another in Bart's Nightmare. Yes. But that first, first level of Space get, Mutants yeah. would have been better. Oh, I don't know about that. It, well, because it's, it's Can you asinine. find eight purple things first? Yeah, like, yeah. It, would, it would take forever. Yeah, I guess so. But, but the, uh, yeah, that, that that stream was really fun, the yeah. Bart's Nightmare stream. As far so as the quest to oh. find two pages first. Yeah. As far as writing goes, find me on somethingawful.com and also fandom.com. I write there every day about video game stuff, and I'll let other people handle Talking Simpsons. Debate me! I have so many podcasts yeah. and Bob projects. Bob is the, the co-host of Talking Simpsons, which mm. just we just were in the middle of first the, fi- the first episode of the fifth we season. We started the fifth season, and there's a very special episode before that. That's true. Bill yeah. Oakley. Yeah. Fucking talk. Bob, I'm still not over this. I, I'm, talk to Bill Oakley for an hour. I, I'm elated. I'm in the come down period the, the, of the It was Oakley right after Luke Perry was able to say, hello, wow. Talking Simpsons. Yeah. Um, That's so amazing. It, all of it is. Thank so you, Eric. Your Nagel. next Thank guest you, is uh, George Harrison. Right? No. <laughs> it's yes. been done. Yeah. 
I've got my mind set on you. <laughs> uh, it, it never happened. Uh, but you can go to LizardTimePodcast.com for more of all of these shenanigans. We write a bunch of stuff there. We post a bunch of stuff there. We stream a bunch of stuff there. And very recently we launched the very experimental Laser Time uh, TV network. A 24-7 streaming channel that is not just the stuff that we made. I, I, people are all looking at it right now. As we speak, it's playing Laser Blast. So, like, uh, as of this recording, we did an all-animation day. And I, I decided I have to program an MST3K to it because that happens every day at 10 o'clock. And I chose Laser Blast because that has the most animation in it. Uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be the all-Star Wars day. Nice. So if you'd like to watch the Ewok movie with all of us, uh, nice. a bunch of your like-minded friends. Which Ewok movie, though? Caravan it's of Courage or that other one? Battle for Endor, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Get the fuck out of here. Why are we even talking about this? They're, they're all kind of terrible, but all beautiful at the same time. It hmm. uses the same effects as Star Wars. If you've never seen the holiday special reveal of Boba Fett, we're going to show that off. My, one the of my favorite good part of that show. Have you ever seen Return of the Ewok? It is so good. So good, Return of the Ewok. Um, yeah, it, it conjures nothing because the, the name doesn't. Remember Warwick, Warwick Davis host, hosting a, a documentary about Revenge of the Jedi, mm-hmm. where he meets up with Carrie Fisher and uh, Max Rebo. It's so cool. But we have a twenty four seven streaming network. We encourage you to check that out. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Laser Time also has a Patreon. Patreon dot com slash Laser Time, where you can get so much great extra content. Uh, a few days uh, after this episode, this no, actually, it's been insane. Yeah, so uh, we've talking just, Simpsons just season, this season month. four wrap up. Yeah, just this month we did a talk. Yeah, you guys did a talking season, talking oh. Simpsons <laughs> season four wrap up. It's so good. Uh, a bonus time where you talk about camping. I talk about going to the drive-in. Both foreign experiences to us both. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an episode of Cheap Podcast where we talk about uh, Elimination Chamber 2017. Man, what else? Oh, the over-the-top movie commentary. Yep. The Danger Mouse drinking game. Danger Mouse drinking uh, game. And uh, the you, you will get hammered if you use liquor. Drink, and, w- drink whenever it sucks. Uh, yes. <laughs> and uh, the VGA top 20 actually ranked. If you want, uh, we, actually, we will have a ranked list on the website, but if you want to hear us go through it and break some ties in the process, uh, yeah. Uh, break Patreon. some ties to each other, you mean. Yeah, like, we break each other's we're ties. Not, we're not friends after that. Yes. Yeah. We're it's ties. amazing that we're all here together. I <laughs> hate you guys. <laughs> Love you, Dave. It's you guys made me take Sweet into off the list. Wow. I didn't. I was going to defend it to the death, but <laughs> you guys put sanctions on me. And you Dave were going right. to defend it to the death until you put it on your list of things to vote. I did. I'll see I you did. in video I game did. court. <laughs> <laughs> that was video game court, motherfucker. Uh... As always, you can follow the show on Twitter at VG Apocalypse or me personally at Wikiparas, and you can come at any of us, I suppose, and debate us about stuff, or you can talk to us about it like a fucking human adult. <laughs> I prefer that. Yeah. That's been our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for everybody's kind responses to episode 200. Really glad you enjoyed love you it. Guys. And yeah, we love you guys. We'll mm. see you next week. Michael, our 24-hour streaming channel. Oh, wow. airs Duckman and the Critic how, every how night. How does that work exactly? You just It's basically like creating a playlist using Daily Motion YouTube and...
oh. Vimeo and you put them all together. And Can someone turn up the monitor a tiny, <clears throat> tiny amount? Oh, Bobby. Um, I crave more monitor. No, it's, a, it's only those three. Oh, damn. No X I got some really good X hamster videos to, um, to recommend. Bob, what, Overwatch. Is that, is that, is that? <laughs> That's good, yeah. All right. Battle Gear Stiffy. Battle porn. 